0: Podcast.
1: I'm in Max, 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 Max 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 Max
0: pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Thank you for joining us. This is season eighteen, episode thirteen of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. This is Mary. This is Kurt.
2: This is Gina.
0: And as I mentioned at the top of the show, this episode is sponsored by EasyRollerDice.com slash Rose. Rose. But before we get to that, in this episode of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, Steve from SoCal writes in about save versus suck. (laughs) Dylan from Anchorage, Alaska gives us insight about Pathfinder Society and alternate solutions. Drail88 needs some GMing advice. Mike from MI writes in about one last job, a heist RPG. Bill from Arizona writes in with a thank you. And also, I'll read this at some point, we got a typewritten letter... Actually, typewritten, typewritten on like an IBM selector. shitty record. typewriter <laughs> on so A4 paper. Cool. Uh, yeah, on that, on that suspicious looking <laughs> European
3: sized paper they use over there. Well, it, there's a very good reason why it's that size. Why? Uh, it's exactly the same proportion regardless of how many times you double it. I thought it was because their envelopes weren't wide enough. It, no, the way that the way they, the way they work it out, it's always the same aspect ratio, no matter how many times you double it. So a one, a two, a three, a four is all the same, the aspect, same ratio. aspect ratio. Yeah, sixteen by nine. I don't remember. Is it sixteen?
0: It's close. It's to metric, by 9. so it's in I mean, centimeters. So it's so it's, it's ten in, by twenty. I don't know. So if I fold it in half, is it a square? No. No, because lose I, you lose you lose. Europe.
2: That's <laughs> a. <laughs> That's amazing. It is, isn't of, that awesome? I'm it's actually super actually jealous. Based off yeah. Of C.
0: I've even got an, an envelope with a picture of a very pretty lady I don't recognize, because I don't know anything about uh, other countries. Is that a
4: queen or a princess or something?
2: Like I don't
0: know. Could be the
3: king of Sweden. Svergy.
2: Svergy? <laughs> I have no idea. Sverga? I don't know. Sverga, that just
3: means Sweden. Oh, okay. That's the picture Sweden. Sweden. Anyway, but, she's awesome. Um, I want letters. The amusing a, thing for me that I find cool. is that the the monarch of Sweden is always referred to as king. Yeah, regardless. Oh, of oh even if it's a female. Yes, cool. really.
4: Queen is a different job, just like in dealing with dragons. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: Super cool. All right. So anyway, our friends at Easy Roller Dice. Well, you know what? They're at it again. They've just launched a new Kickstarter. This one is the Rose Gold Dice Collection. Ooh. Rose Gold, like the iPhones.
3: Yes, I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to interrupt.
0: These are standard 16 millimeter dice, and they've got a Rose Gold tone. You know how long it took me to be able to read Rose Gold without it sounding like (laughs) no dough? (laughs) Each set comes with a very cool leatherette skull case, which I'm gonna show you here in a second. The case
1: is
4: amazing. They're, it looks they're super fantastic. Cool. I want I want the yeah. box. I want the box. I just want the box. Is there like a backer tier for just oh, the box? Oh, oh, I know the one <laughs>
3: you're talking about. Yes. No, the yeah. the, the hardwood lacquered No, not no, lacquered, no. No, um
4: No, it it's shaped like a skull. It's an amazing Oh, box.
3: no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I put, I
4: put
0: it up so everyone can see it. Pretty. Oh, my. Yes. Can you
4: like hold it up for the camera? Oh, Sue's got it. No, it's okay. it's up it's already up yeah. on the <gasps> thing. Yeah.
3: Magic. Uh, yeah, I pre-planned. <laughs> yeah,
4: like seriously, is there a backer level for just the box? I don't need more dice. I don't know. The box.
3: <laughs> you have to check out on Kickstarter. Right. Ooh.
1: So each
0: each set comes with the very cool leatherette skull case. And they have plenty of stretch goals and add-ons to choose from. You can go and buy a seven-piece, or back, I should say, back, a seven-piece set or a ten-piece set. Of the rose gold dice collection at EasyRollerDice.com dot slash rose. Now you know why slash rose is on there, uh, yeah. and you can help make these dice happen. And I gotta say, I've got—I don't, have, of course, don't have these because they haven't made them yet. They probably only have you know the samples That's they made from the pictures. Case but, there, but I have these—the the, the cases from somewhere else. But these are the these are their gunmetal dice oh, yeah. no, I collection. Love those. Yeah. Uh, Bill got me these three for yeah. I feel how heavy they are.
2: They're awesome. Oh, they're awesome. Nice. It's,
0: it's, you could kill someone with these, and they're sharp oh, edges, yeah. and sharp yeah, points, <laughs> right? Yeah. You roll them on a wooden table, you destroy it. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I've got you, them. these them. are not awesome.
4: dice to throw at your fellow players. I have the ones with the. No, pink. that's why
0: you get yes. an easy roller, roller dice, dice tray, yeah.
3: dice tray exactly. Ooh. I can put eggs underneath it, and I won't hurt them with the dice. No. Right. So. Or, or ripe tomatoes,
0: but they have a fantastic heft to them. So I use these with yeah. the, when I'm playing Traveler for damage. <laughs> 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 you can do a lot of yeah. damage with those <laughs> Right So they're fantastic So Anyway So go over and support our friends they, they, they support the show So please support them Support the people who support us Exactly Kickstarter Is there It's up It's live EasyRoller.com EasyRollerDice.com Slash Rose Will take you right to them And I would like to thank them Again for supporting the show. I think it's awesome you're sponsored. I, it's fantastic, we're Yeah, sponsored. And I been by quality merchants. It's it's I'm that's the that's the best part. It's not someone I have to lie about.
1: <laughs> right? yes, I don't,
0: it's like you're oh, not selling out, you're buying in. We're sponsored We're sponsored <laughs> by Watsy.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. oh. I
0: really love d and a lot, especially oh, in and Magic <laughs> the the assembling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No
3: no. I, now I, you're I, never going to get sponsored by Hasbro <laughs> I w- We wouldn't anyway yeah. Well no <laughs> No they're not cool enough Hasbro Hasbro won't give you their money You have to be a small cutting edge
0: company To be cool enough To, get, to have the insight To sponsor the Happy Jacks RPG Podcast yeah, So yeah, thank you exactly. EasyRollerDice.com Slash Rose The link will be in the show notes And it will be splattered Over the social media Over the next week nice. Splattered
3: So thank you again very much Splattered like the, the Happy Jacks t-shirt Exactly like
1: <laughs>
3: the heavy <metal> <laughs> that none of us are wearing.
0: There's supposed to be a new one happening. Ooh. I keep hearing. Yeah, um, I think uh, Samantha is going to do a uh, oh, cool. do a design for us. Cool. Sweet. It's,
5: it's it's odd. Seeing I, that I that's
0: have, what she
3: does for. Lou. I have not actually yes. met Samantha. Oh, you haven't? I've been at this house at the same time she was. I have not actually <laughs> met her. <laughs> <laughs> Did
4: we actually read our contact information stuff? I'm going to do that right now. Blurb, do that right now. Blurb. Blurb.
0: So if you'd <laughs> like to email us, you can email us at happyjexrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjucksrpg at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. Did you know that Twitter's a thing?
2: It is a thing. It's where the
0: Twits are, right? It's where the Twits are. <laughs> and it turns out it's becoming quite popular, apparently. It's uh, the kids love it, I hear.
2: The, ki- the kids <laughs> and the peotas.
0: Yes. And Happy Jacks RPG.
2: Emphasis so All one word.
0: All lowercase. Actually, I don't think it matters if it's uppercase or lowercase. No. 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 But Happy Jacks RPG. Also on Instagram, Happy Jacks RPG. I have no idea what goes there. I don't even have a password for it. That's Kimmy. me <laughs> all Kimmy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: we're on Facebook. You can search for Happy Jacks RPG on Facebook. You'll find our Facebook, Facebook group. <laughs> face Brooke. I'm sorry. Face bag. Because that's really what it is. Um, it's facebag. <laughs>
5: face yeah, it You should ask
2: them if it's turned up now, because they kept saying turn it up. Oh, the turn yeah. up
3: Turn up the sound? Specifically Jib is saying turn it no, up. No, there's bak- well, this is the last bak-
2: time I turned it up. And
0: yeah. Let's let's all laugh really loud. <laughs> <laughs> See, we almost peaked. Was that good? Well, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> I'll turn it up a little bit.
2: Be careful what you wish for. That's what we But say.
0: unless any of you know what digital distortions okay. sound like. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam I don't think there. I don't I don't think Sam Kimmy's husband is listening tonight. So he, he yeah. would he would text her and go, Hey. Right. Turn it down. Right. You're getting distortion. Um, also, if you like to watch us on the live stream tonight, like tonight, like right this minute, if you're doing it live and you're not listening to the recorded thing, and, and, but if you, like, covet listening to us live, you go to happyjacksorg slash live, and that will take you... It has our YouTube stream, or no, it has our Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. stream, and it has the mm-hmm. Twitch chat room, which is the chat room we're using now. I've actually only
3: ever watched it live on YouTube. It's not also
0: it also well it, it yeah. actually streams to a thing called Restream, right? Which then restreams it to Twitch, Twitch. and to YouTube, right? Ooh. So and and eventually maybe Facebook Live once that is supported because it's not supported yet. But once it is,
4: it's weirdly either, unstable people when people use it. It's, it, it's not you? ready for primetime yet.
3: No. no, no. Well, it's facebag. Well, it's appropriate, <laughs> and we're the not ready for primetime players. Aren't exactly. It? No, no. That's some kind that's of that's, group. Yeah, it's, that's someone else. So. uh also,
0: on February seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth, Orcon twenty seventeen at the LAX Hilton Hotel. Woo! Four days of gaming. We'll be there. Yep. We're doing a show on the eighteenth. at Saturday at eight p.m. in the auditorium. In an
1: auditorium.
0: Yep. we were in the auditorium oh, last yeah. time. It's actually. Uh, oh, okay. It's a large room with you. Oh, you know, you weren't there. Uh-huh. It's a large no. room with an enormous number of seats. Yes. And I actually told Jim. I said I'd rather pack a small venue than like, kind of. Fill up part of a big. Band, you know what? Right.
3: It, it was still speaking as a fellow performer. Yes, I yeah. agree. <laughs> um, but it was at, it was leaps and bounds better than the previous one, which Again. was MayCon. When you know almost nobody goes to that one anyway. I mean, of our group because yeah. we're all busy with fair. Um, and it was there <laughs> were more people on the panel. Than there were in the audience. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there were. I think there were four people in the audience, and the panel was six: Dave Kazaya, me, Kimmy, and. Uh, Tim. Yeah. So four. Yeah. So four. But not all four of the audience members were there all the time. Right. They were sort of cycling through. <laughs> Got
4: it. Well, if so. you drink that much, you need pee breaks.
3: <laughs> mm, there was no drinking. It was a dry they cast. Maybe if
0: you
4: drink too
2: much,
3: yeah. that's
4: why the so audience was, double was. The audience.
3: No, I mean, it, not a lot, uh, no, <laughs> <drinking> <laughs> a lot of people. No, the audience was drinking. A lot of people show up to that con. Yeah. 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 But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of Happy it's, Jackers. It's
2: do. a lighter Happy yeah. Jacks. It's a lighter um,
3: Happy Jacks sure. presence because. It's one of, I think it's
0: like the number two. Con numbers-wise. Really? I really? think it is. I, I, thought, the I September thought Gateway's was. bigger. Orcon's yeah. the biggest. Yes, yeah,
3: Orcon's the biggest. I would have thought Gateway's
0: I bigger. I'll have
3: to ask Eric next time I see him.
1: That'd be I'm a very sure. good question.
3: But yeah, I am planning on running games at uh, February okay. Con. Uh, at Orcon. Oh, you are? Yes. I, I know what systems I'm going to be running and I think I want to run three games. I just don't know when or exactly what they're going to be. Uh-huh. I've got about a week and a half to figure that out Yes <laughs> <laughs> Me too
1: You do I know uh, I'm going to be running from uh,
3: yeah, Next Friday A week from soon Two, two yeah. weeks
2: from today And then there's what I'm doing Yeah
3: um, <coughs> yes. I'm I'm I know I'm going to be running a Dark Ages vampire game mm-hmm. uh, And I know I'm going to be running a Wild Talents game
0: it, Do you do that on,
3: Is it the one you do on Friday? Because you, you often run a game on Friday nights. I often do, and I might again, just because trying to compete for people in the Saturday time blocks is right. uh, rather challenging. Yeah, I think I had. Yeah. So I, I oftentimes run games Friday and Sunday. I had a
0: light game on Saturday. I was like, I, I had an empty one or two empty seats,
1: hmm.
3: I think. Was it...
1: Oh, I remember. What I'm, I'm usually doing
3: trying to compete for for people against you know the rest of the Happy Jacks games, right? And that's what if I ever want to get Saturday. like any of the Happy Jacks people in those games, right, it never happens. So I think I've once had Elspeth in one of those. Games.
0: <coughs> I'm probably. It looks like and I'm kid. taking both kids. Yeah, you said so, that. So my yeah, my cool. my gaming time that isn't uh, kids gaming will be severely limited. I might be able to squeeze in a Friday night.
2: Are you still thinking you're going to run family games?
0: I, I want to run it in the RPG section, though. Mm-hmm. I need to talk run, to Jim.
4: Run Grim. Run Grim.
0: Well, I was actually going to run uh, Swords and Wizardry, which is like the nice. old old D anD D. Nice original. Um, yeah, and then um, probably Hero Kids. Hero yeah. Kids is a fun game. It's, it's simple. Be cool. That's yeah. mostly much way more for kids, but kids. What I'm really hoping for is it's role-playing parents. And their kids, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and like no, no. There's characters for all of you. You can all, yeah, play. yeah. yeah. That, that's kind of what I'm.
2: No, that's for. cool.
0: So also uh, on February 10th, Jim Sandoval is going to be here with a member of the Strategic Con board, and they're going to be here to answer Ooh. questions and take suggestions about Strategic Con conventions. So if you have any feedback for them, and you never have a chance to go to their feedback.
4: Seminar, yeah. which
0: they hold every every yeah. every year, but it's during every, a
4: prime, prime gaming <coughs> slot.
0: <laughs> it's actually late on Sundays, I think.
4: So it's a prime sleeping spot.
0: Probably it's a, it's a, <laughs> I think I caught something. Um, I big caught Bad Con, con
4: does a cool thing. I'll mention
2: this to Jim when he's on. But it's a website where you can give feedback, and they've got the website posted <coughs> uh, in all the game rooms. Uh huh. So they get all sorts of feedback. Uh, Tomes uh, is also doing games on demand. On oh, cool. Saturday at Con, so Games On Demand is back.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, awesome.
1: well,
2: Saturday. I don't
1: oh, yeah. He left. took it
0: over. He's going He's yep. running it for Jim, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: at least like the third time <clears throat> I want to say. Second,
0: I think. It, I think he picked it up at. Okay. At Gateway. Okay. I think that. I. I yeah, because I think Sunday's
2: Family Day for him. So Saturday, Games On Demand. Yeah.
0: <coughs> Maybe, Maybe I'll only run one game, and I'll ha- take the kids and put them in find someone else's, or do a game on demand with them, maybe. Yeah. That would be fun.
4: Yeah, I'm going to be involved in the Pillars of Salt LARP, I think. I'm not sure how heavily yet, but that's what I'm involved in. Pil- which,
0: what is that the, a vampire LARP?
4: Yeah, that's the vampire LARP. Um, I was like, no, I won't staff you, I refuse, I refuse, but I really like making characters. So I've been helping make all the characters for the double game in February. Oh, really? um, they're doing a really cool thing this time, because uh, the regular LARP has a Sabat game and a Camarilla game. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so um, I actually have two characters. So, you know, once a month, I'm a Sabat character and, like, crazy religious heretic. Oh, my God, so screwed up in the head, none. Um, <laughs> and then once a month, I get to be the pretty, pretty princess Toreador who is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird for me to LARP because, like, she knows she's so pretty. And I do not have the same ego about my appearance that she does. Um, but because... See, I always
0: pegged you for a brouhaha. She's I, done that.
4: I, I played those, play too. Um, yeah. the thing in Pillars. yeah. Um, yeah, my, my con game characters yeah. tend to be Bruvah. Because uh, I was like, but I want to dress lazy. I wear cargo pants. Who am I playing? <laughs> is that why you... <laughs> yeah, it's like that. I was like, this is what I'm wearing that day. Please give me a character who would wear that outfit. And they worked with me on
3: that. When, when, I was in, um, when I was in Pillars, I played in Nosferatu. And it was great. It was like, I could either just raid my closet for everything old that I have. Just put like or if I eight really shirts under to, your back. I really, yeah. really need to... <laughs> I can <laughs> go down to the thrift store and, like, buy a something for $2 or, you know, whatever. It, it, but it was great because people were putting, especially the Ventru and the Torridor showing up in these really nice suits and everything. and looked, yeah. Dressed to the nines and everything. And I'm there in, like, a... Uh, a, a hoodie. A, a hoodie and, a, like, a car park or whatever they call them, vests and, um, uh, and jeans and just sort of, like...
1: What? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, but at Orkcon, because they've got the Camarilla game and the Sabbat game, they're running a parallel game that's set in San Diego. Um, mm-hmm. So it doesn't. But that, so that's it,
0: Sabbat territory, right? Um,
4: mm. It's it's Camarilla, but heavily disputed. Um, okay. They push the New Promise <clears throat> Mandarin out because we're using that in a big way too with the with the Kindred of the East stuff. Um, and so one night is the Camarilla game, and you play a Camarilla character, and you know the Sabbat. It's like the Sabbat is right there. You are planning your attack. And so all that's going to work it out. And then the next night, they're taking whatever was planned, and they're taking whatever influences are pushed. Awesome. And you're playing the Sabat characters reacting to it.
0: So you're, it's the same players playing in both sides? Yeah,
4: so it's the same okay. players, and you basically one night your Cam, one night your Sabat. I've been helping make the characters for it because they had a pretty good cast of Camarilla characters because they've been writing the Camarilla side down there. So some people are going to be coming back playing the same character for the second or third time. Um, and then we're making a... Oh, my God, so many Sabat characters, and I was, I've was been helping with that. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been working on two packs. One of the packs is, it's a punishment pack. It's a bunch of, like, frat boys who were shovel-headed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, no, what does shovel-headed mean?
1: <laughs> um, shovel-headed. It, it's, it's a I
4: particular ritual of creating. Where where basically, the, it's a grab and embrace, ran. and it's just whatever poor bastards they grab off the street.
3: Yeah. It's cannon fodder.
4: Yeah, it's cannon fodder, and so, literally
3: hit you in the head with a shovel. Yeah.
4: not necessarily intended to survive. No. Not intended to yeah. survive. If you do, yeah. that means you must be worthy. Yeah. Um. So okay. it's it's one older uh, sabat member who knows what they're doing, and these four morons who have survived so far. Okay. Um. That's and awesome. Dumb luck. It, it's amazing. I had so much fun writing up that set of characters, and then the one I'm working on right now is actually a super competent pack. So complete opposite. Right. Um. With some really interesting That's quirks awesome. and stuff. Um.
0: Uh, it's uh, just
4: amazing characters. I, I would think the
0: incompetent in. ones would be more fun to play. You
4: know what? honestly, <laughs> given the way I wrote them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's... <laughs> I mean, every single character that's being written for this game, I'm like, that would be an amazing character to play. Just some of them I'm like, but I personally can't LARP the insectoid gangrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's a whole pack of them. And the guy who's writing it... Click,
1: click, 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 click. Yeah,
4: no, it's it's super amazing. Like, there's some super cool characters. And because it's two nights, I think it's Friday and Saturday, but it might be Saturday yeah, and Sunday.
3: I, I think it's Friday, Saturday, and the yeah. so the cam would be Friday and the sabat would be during the podcast. Right, so, oh,
4: okay. so but if you want, that way if people the conflict before was, oh, but I want to go the Happy Jacks podcast. I can't go to the LARP. Mm-hmm. Well, Friday night now you can jump in and do this. The game runs uh,
3: probably six to midnight, six to eleven. It,
4: it's blocked six to midnight, but it starts a little bit late and it ends when the plot runs through. So it might end early. It it really depends. The very first one ended two hours early. Right. I think the last one went right up to the last minute because there was a ton of stuff going on. Um, but yeah, it, it's a super fun group. So if you want to experiment with LARPing. Um, Pillars of Salt is on Facebook. You can just look up Pillars of Salt and it should come up. And mm. you can kind of look into that stuff if you want to get in on it. Because you can get your characters early. And non-con
0: months, how, where, how often do they, do they meet? Um,
4: it's, the Camarilla is once a month. The Sabot game is almost once a month. They're not running one in February because of the con game. Okay. Um,
0: so, so the, the Camarilla is running a regular February thing and the con? Yeah. This in yeah.
4: So they technically have three games because there's two at the con and then the Camarilla game. Okay. Uh, that's going to be two weeks later. I think it's two weeks later um but seriously just look up their facebook group pillars of salt um and you can find all the information their community person rachel is amazing and she's at a different part this weekend so she won't answer you this weekend yeah um, she's
3: with dying kingdoms yeah is she, she the is she, is she's the one that came yes the podcast? yes, yes. She, yeah. she's the one who came and talked on the uh, and, and she's podcast,
4: she's super super nice don't be scared of asking her stupid questions i do it all the time even though i've been playing for a year and a half mm-hmm. i still ask her stupid questions and she's super nice about answering. Right
0: what, what do they mean Um, Or does it bounce around?
4: It bounces around around because... Is it
3: mostly Orange County or L.A. County? Uh,
4: No, it's it's both. Um, It's up in
3: the Valley sometimes? Oh, really? Um, Uh, Pomona?
4: In Whittier. um, Okay, uh, Pomona is the Sabat game because that's small enough to still play at people's houses. But the Cam game is big enough uh, that because people pay-in to, to play. Uh, we're renting, like, hotel spaces. Oh, no kidding. Like yeah, so wow. there's, a, there's um, a hotel in Fullerton where we get their ballroom. Uh, we get the Whittier Depot. I love that one because that's, like, walking distance from my apartment. Um, we're up in L.A. sometimes. There's a recording studio called Unfriendly Studios. That one's awesome. Um, it, it's awesome ambiance because it's a recording studio that feels like a goth club.
3: Uh-huh. Um, it's only, in East L.A.
4: Yeah, the only problem oh, with oh, nice. it is that it, it's up a really <clears throat> nasty flight of stairs. Yeah, it's um, on
3: the, like... Third floor of a of an industrial warehouse, right? Yeah, yeah those big artist loft, yeah, converted yeah, industrial things. Yeah. yeah, but
4: but the space has such good ambiance for what we're doing. Um, so oh, yeah, perfect. yeah. So the the locations are great. It, it it really is a super fun game. So many good role players in it, and yes, you are throwing rock paper scissors. There is that weird moment of disconnect where you throw right. rock
3: paper scissors, but um, every role playing game has some sort of randomizer yeah, yeah. for adjudication, and but it, oh, this oh is my what this God, is. God, their
4: storytelling staff is.
3: Hero use hero champions LARP uses stopwatches, stopwatches right. and you yeah. know.
4: Yeah. But their storytelling staff is amazing. The ongoing plot arc with demons of all things is oh, so awesome. good. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we're fighting demons. We have Horrible, awful demons who are screwing with us. That's and, cool. and I'm yeah. thinking about yeah. putting
0: an otherworldly being in the Modus game. Oh,
4: no. Nice. I don't want to say. I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm yeah. debating
0: it. Oh,
3: oh, oh. I'm debating. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk.
4: Yeah, if, if you want help with that, yeah. I know most of them, and Kurt and I have done conversion stuff together yeah. to make them work together. Yeah, like that's fun times. Cool. Yeah,
3: I, I, especially I, when we get to the next section of
0: the. I haven't decided. <laughs> I haven't decided yeah. whether I want to go there or 20. not because they're so lost right now. Throwing that big-ass wrench in the middle of everything would be like
4: if you've got somebody with a high occult scul- skill who can m- attempt to make a role to figure out what the hell is going on that
3: right helps. you've heard <laughs> stories it's like what sires tell their children when it, you know to get them to behave like the boogeyman the, it, it, right. that goes bump in the That's day
4: awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That or be cool. this is the thing you run away from really run away
3: you think you're a badass you're not this badass. Right? <laughs> There's
4: always a worse monster.
3: Right. There's always a bigger fish.
1: All
0: right. Uh, thoughts on save versus suck from Steven SoCal, dear douchebags Oh, we, we're skipping we, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind then Because <clears throat> we're, we're we're at half hour. Oh,
1: okay. okay.
0: Um, uh, well. uh, inspired by various encounters on your actual plays, such as Kimmy's character being repeatedly knocked out in Stu's fantasy fight Star Wars game. <laughs> I would like to hear your thoughts. Well, she's the she was the the damage sponge. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was. I would like to hear your thoughts on what my group refers to as "save versus suck" powers. Save versus suck powers or abilities. Examples are NPCs uh, NPC abilities which incapacitate the PC with a single roll. In general, <coughs> sorry, uh, I try to avoid or at least minimize the use of any ability which will paralyze, stun, petrify, or kill a PC. While I realize this seems like pulling punches, I do so because it sucks when you, as a player, have to sit out a long combat or session. There's a problem um, because your PC is incapacitated. Mm. Depending on the context, even things as simple as slow or darkness can also really hamper things. I don't want to baby my players, but I also don't want people sitting around for an hour or two just because of one bad roll. Back in D&D 4E, wait for the obligatory shutter, uh, I vaguely recall some ability where, uh, which had graduated effects and, and having considered using those in place of straight save versus suck rolls. In An example would be an ability that would cause paralysis, but takes multiple rounds and or multiple failed saves for, to take full effect. Perhaps you get dazed, then slowed, then stunned, then paralyzed over the course of three or four turns instead of immediately. Alternately, maybe you don't pull any punches, but instead stand ready to enlist your out of commission players to play the bad guys until their characters recover. Steve from SoCal, The Grimace on the forums.
4: Hate so much. Hate. <laughs> I, Brian,
3: know.
4: This, this, I have I have a recent experience with which this. I wrote
3: in about actually the the email that I wrote in about a couple of weeks ago was exactly this exactly this thing.
4: I oh god I was so pissed off. Well, well okay so we're playing D um, anD D five e and we we uh, <laughs> get ambushed and I did not make my surprise roll um, or perception check or whatever so I'm not in the surprise round. And this is our, there, We just leveled up, so there was a whole lot of new powers going uh-huh. on for everybody. And then I had the worst initiative in the group, so I'm not in the surprise round. And I had the worst initiative this in the group. Is my story. Um. <laughs> so, and I was just like, and just as combat started, I was going, "Damn, I wish I'd picked up a donut when I went out earlier today, because we play on Tuesdays, and I happen to walk there's boba well, was we shop twenty minutes. Uh-huh. 10 minute walk so it's like we, I walk past the donut shop on the way to the boba shop so I've been thinking I was thinking oh I wish I'd gotten a donut earlier today at the beginning of combat like we roll initiative and I'm going I uh-huh. want a donut so I'm sitting there the whole time going I want the donut but I gotta stay I gotta pay attention to the combat not in the surprise round oh and there's also like eight people attacking us who all are on separate initiatives Oof. because why yeah I don't like that separate I don't think he's done that daddy's. since then but no. it, it, okay. it was just it was he very learned. frustrating he
1: learned that, that, yeah, yeah it's yeah
4: and then, so it's almost my turn. And literally right before my turn, somebody managed to hit me with a sleep spell. Uh-huh. And I missed the saving throw by like two points.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it was
4: really close. And I had spent an hour flipping through the book. All oh, right, I have new powers. Which one should I use? Debating, paying attention to combat. I'm like, I am ready for my turn. And instead, yeah. my character asleep. <laughs> so I stood up. I looked at the GM and said, well, oh, given wow. the speed of combat, I'm going to go get a donut. <laughs> and I walked out of my apartment because the donut place was like five minutes from my apartment.
0: Yeah. Oh, five minutes is nothing it's in a D&D no. yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, no. What level were you? Two, two. Yeah, two or oh, three. Oh, huh. that, How many
2: people in your game? Um, six? Five? That's 30 minutes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, but some of that them that were was, already asleep. And my character yeah. was, it was basically asleep. two player characters yeah. who yeah. weren't already asleep. Yeah. Oh,
0: no kidding. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah.
4: And and then my character was already asleep, and he's like, but rap, combat's about to wrap up. And I was just like, it's D&D. So yeah. I walked out. I got a donut. I think, like, uh, there was one of the... It's like I looked at somebody else and said, hey, do you want a donut? And they were like, no. Did not offer to buy a donut for the GM. <laughs>
0: You're like, well, he's diabetic. Mm-hmm.
4: Also, he's, 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 well,
0: then he's, you should have just gotten him one whatever he wanted to <laughs> do. It.
4: No, he's already a very irresponsible diabetic sometimes. So it's like oh, I'm not yeah. going to encourage that. I
0: want to stay you alive. Bring a dozen.
4: <laughs> we don't want to kill and, him. No, I just I walked out. I got a donut because I realized I was so pissed off. I was ready to throw them all out of my living room.
0: Nothing teaches like a diabetic coma. Let me tell you. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I have really strong feelings about. Especially at the lower levels. Especially at the lower levels, especially if it's the first thing they do. I mean, it's great strategy. Absolutely. Well, it, gets, it is.
1: It
0: gets worse at the higher levels.
4: Yeah. Well, that's
2: what Because it, yeah. that's
0: when when you get to level 8, 9, or 10, that's suddenly
2: it's
0: combat's an yeah. hour and a half.
2: So that was a, the same thing this last week we played 5e yeah. for the first time. First of all, lesson learned. You can't not play 5e for like three months when you're just learning 5e. Because oh, yeah. it was like... Oh. And then combat... Uh, uh, Mages up above with uh, bowmen, archers, dudes on the ground with f- swords, and then grease spell, darkness, silence, uh, and like I think it's uh, black tentacles.
1: Oh, so licky, tongue. Th- yeah. licky tongue! <laughs> yeah, licky <just>, tongue! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like going through my spells,
2: going through. So one round would be like, okay, looking for V, no V, no V, no V, no V, no That's V. That's a warlock okay, or a. I was a bard.
0: It was a bard that cast that. No, I was a bard. Oh, okay. So I'm looking
2: through all my spells. I'm like, where's a no V? No, no V, no V, no V. And then one round is no S, no S, no S, no S. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing. But I'm torn about it because why shouldn't they? Right. I would.
0: Players no. won't yeah. bitch if, the, yeah. if they cast a sleep spell on and, and right. four NPCs fall asleep. I, yeah. 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 Yes. The problem, I think, is the fact that you're talking about. The, the, I, I mentioned it in my little snarky way that I do. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Uh, I, I don't want to baby my players, but I also don't want people sitting around right. for an hour or two just because of one bad roll. Why do combats have to take an hour or two? Yeah, that's my question. Well, because of the <laughs> you're game you're playing. playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the problem. Well, I mean,
4: I'd already sat around I for mean, an hour and a half because my t- initiative was bad. Tenth level, yeah. fifth
0: edition, d anD D. was
4: last. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You get a full party of five or six players. You're got you got hour of
3: combats. If it's yep. challenging combat, it's going to take time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, I, I know don't. we rag on these systems because the combat takes forever. Um, but I have yet to play in any system where combat doesn't take forever.
4: Unless you one shot them. Unless you get yeah, that crit.
3: That, that, <laughs> yeah. It's an anomalous yeah. outlier. Well, I mean, I have yet to play in any system in in, in in cons in campaign in anything where combat doesn't take forever. I
2: I don't I don't know that that's always true. And, I don't I, agree. And yeah, well, and don't that's agree. why I
3: say, that's why I'm saying it's it's part of it is the system. I mean, we have we and j- part of it is the players.
1: Yeah,
3: it, it may it, the it, players it, don't know what the
0: hell they're,
1: they're doing. The
3: players can really slow roll. it down, but even if everyone's
0: on their game and everyone's paying attention and they know what they're going to do yeah. and things are moving fast. 10th, 10th level D&D game D&D combat is going to take a while. Yeah, yeah. It's it just going to. Yeah. Whereas if you're playing Savage Worlds we just had a combat yeah. I mean, obviously it was our first one in our Rifts game uh, was 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it,
4: well Savage which Worlds is, I don't, is a weird okay, combat of like fast and slow it savage, really depends
0: right. on how Savage Worlds does speed it up.
3: Uh, I'll, I'll grant you, but I mean... And uh, even yeah, every every vampire combat we've had. Now we haven't had every single action. Points. Every single action in Vampire, or any of the old World of Darkness, every single combat action requires four dice rolls. Yeah, but you've got, what, seven hit points? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, and if people are paying And once you grind
3: those down... Yeah, but we're talking... I mean, each individual round...
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. ...takes
3: forever in use, any system.
4: Until you use up the dodge, dodge action. But, well, uh, yeah. th-
3: the key to it is how
0: many rounds can you resolve the combat in? Yeah, well, yeah. And,
4: I, and I think the other part of that is because I do think there
2: are other systems where uh, maybe the combat takes as long, but there is something... But you're doing things. It's, it's more compelling, yeah. yeah, what you're doing right. rather than I'm looking for... I don't think for, two I'm hours going, yeah.
0: in anything is going to be compelling after the first hour.
4: You know, once two hours is a long time. It really depends on the GM description, because I've been in World of Darkness games where the combat, because it was a really complicated That's combat... That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it, it takes like three hours, vampire, but the descriptions... Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But usually if you get into a combat like that in Vampire, you're, it, it it is a... It, it is a climax of yeah. the story arc, right? It's, not, it's a set piece combat, right? Yeah, it's usually
4: you've you've earned your way up to
1: that thing.
0: Right, yeah, it's like, okay, now we're ready to go take on this guy, we're going to depose the prince, or whatever it is you're going
3: to do. It's a big deal. It's not like, oh, we got attacked by some dudes. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, especially Camarilla games are not designed to be combat heavy. No, No, it's not designed to be a combat heavy game. Sabad is a little little heavier. (laughs) Because you Um, pick the fights. Yeah, (laughs) because you're you're aggressively (laughs) seeking out to to fights, but... But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it... Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: But but back to the question, it's like, yeah, the combat length is a huge thing, but, like, on the sucky effects, I actually find darkness fun, because it introduces an extra layer of chance, because I'm... Um, one of the games I'm in, we, we stopped mid-combat, and my character who is the fighty, punchy, regularly doing 10 damage around in White Wolf, um... <laughs>
3: She's good. She's really she's good. Scoring a punch for 10. Wow. <laughs> Bashing, but still. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> that's, I'm that's still 10. Yeah. But my
4: attack roll is like eight or nine dice, depending on what I do. Wow. Um, and I have a lot Bruha. of. Bruhah. <laughs> Bruhah. Bruhah, whose specialty is fighting. And then you get us out of the fighting, and she's like, I'm going to go do the stupid thing because I don't know any better. Bruhah right.
3: MMA fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even. That's awesome. She's amazing. She's like Ronda Rousey, but good.
4: Oh, (laughs) and less pretty I couldn't use her picture because she's too pretty Um, but uh, because I killed the the GM was complaining I killed things too well and I'm like and nobody else can kill them at all so somebody needs to Um,
5: (laughs)
1: exactly
4: but she's currently in the middle of a fight in the middle of somebody's obtenebration barf Mm -hmm. um so she can't see, but her attack her attacks are good enough that the penalty from the darkness
0: isn't slowing her down. Yeah,
4: it's like it's slowing her down a little bit, but not too much. And so now Sean is complaining, "I'm not killing her fast enough because the <laughs> combat didn't end in one game session." Right. And I'm like, "You could take some take away some of her soak dice. You're allowed to do that. I don't know her stats."
1: Right.
0: right. <laughs> um, well, I think see to to me like darkness doesn't preclude you from acting.
4: No, you can no. do really cool shit no. in it,
0: yeah. right. and and and. Even if you're like stunned, I mean it depends on what stunned means in that right. in, in in any particular game, but if it's a penalty, whatever. Just yeah. deal with it. Yeah. But when you actually it's like, okay, no, yeah. you 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 have to skip your turn for the next ten rounds.
4: Yeah.
3: In any game, that sucks. Yes. It doesn't yeah. matter yes. what system you're playing in. Yeah. Traveler but, has that problem because you'll have actions that you do in combat that require, you know, the time stamp the the, the the time stamp for well, that, that's it. It's like sh- one the they, one sh- d- they get rid of that. They got one. Nine times two. ten minutes. <laughs> oh well, yeah. For certain things, <laughs> yeah. For certain, things aren't
0: meant to be done in combat. Yeah, and they're not supposed to. I mean,
4: that's true in most systems.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah. If you're, I'm, I'm going to reprogram this computer. Okay, well, you can yeah, but, start on that now, but your friends
3: are getting shot at. I was listening to the uh, um, Ashes of Exodus mm-hmm. game and uh, Horky. Tries applying first aid in which he's not battle. supposed to. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Well, he's a medic. Of course, he's going to try to apply first aid during sure. the fight because right. somebody went down and needs help. Right. And it was you know the guy you guys were trying to protect. Right. So he tries applying first aid. It's like okay, this takes one d six times ten minutes. Right. Okay, I can increase the difficulty to reduce it to one d six times minutes. Right. Instead of ten minutes, mm-hmm. but and I think he did. But you're still talking about combat actions that take place in seconds. Yeah, but and it's like, I mean, I'm out uh, of the combat for the rest th- of it.
0: The <laughs> I mean, there's kind of, uh, you can also do a hand-wavy thing with something like that and say, okay, what you're basically doing yeah. is you're going to apply pressure, pressure onto a, a yeah. bleeding wound yeah. so that the guy's, you know, And then stabilizes. you're making
4: rolls to, like, not get knocked away from him and stuff. You're still involved. You can right. still, uh, a good GM can still keep you involved right. on that.
0: Um, but, I mean, yeah, like, if you, like, sleep spells and stuff like that where you're knocked out for a while because in, in, in that same session, hmm Kimmy accidentally shot Steve's character. Yeah. And he was knocked out for 3 rounds. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't feel bad about that at all. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> nope. Not at all. No, that's kind of And he happened to wake up at just the right moment to But I mean, yeah. I I don't think incapacitating the players for a long period of time I think is a terrible thing. Yeah. yeah. But what what I would suggest is go ahead and have the sleep spell. It knocks him out for a round mm-hmm. and they get a roll to wake up Every because round. There's combat going on around yeah. them. Right. Maybe they'll wake back up. Yeah, Unless yeah. it's pharmacological.
1: Yeah.
4: It,
0: they, maybe yeah. they can.
4: It, like the Everyone is John game that Tyler ran.
0: Oh God, where
2: we yeah. refuse right. to the relent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I think you just have to be more thoughtful about it. So yeah. that you're not constantly pulling, I, I, I'm going to hold person, yeah. sleep
4: spell. I yeah. do like handing over some of the bad guy sheets, though. If you knock somebody out in that first round, handing over a bad guy sheet and saying, run this one. Um, I, yeah.
0: I wonder if they will run them as viciously
3: that, that's one of the things that you depends have to, on the player yeah it yeah. really depends on trusting your players because like our, the players that we normally play with there are one or two who I would be like no I wouldn't do that they would probably pull punches and there are two or three where I would be like No, no, they want to win. They'll they'll be, they'll be more. They're less likely to pull punches than I am.
0: Yeah, I I remember when Bill and I were kind of co gming a um, GURPS fantasy game I was running before we started recording them, and um, uh, he had just come in and he he was going to make a character, but we wanted to kind of watch first to kind of see what the party needed. I think. Yeah, and uh, we. The party needed intelligence. (laughs) <laughs> the party what the, well, what the
3: party needed was a conscience because they were about, oh, they were the worst kind of, worst kind of murder hobos, which and, is going to be a great game by the way. Right. Jim Pinto is going to be releasing that a game, literally called Murder hobos. Murder it's Hobos. Good, I played it at the last con. It's freaking <laughs> phenomenal. awesome. So,
0: <laughs> so he, they're having this fight, and there's like these small demons, like little imp demons, running mm-hmm. around, and there's one big demon murder with a hobos. with an axe or a sword. So, something big, something, something
3: big and pointy, wielding something bigger than he was,
0: and uh, it's is like eight feet tall. It's like a, or eight or nine feet tall. It's a big demon, right? Uh-huh. Big red skin fucker. The, uh, he comes up and he comes up to um, Tyler's character, who uh, I don't remember what he was playing. By the way, that's red skinned, right? Red skinned. Yes. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> he was potatoes. He was a. He might have been playing a. I met playing an orc even back then. He was playing an orc fighter or something oh. like that. And Bill was basically the adversary GM. So I was just refereeing uh-huh. during the combat, and Bill was running the bad guys. So he looks at me and he goes, all out attack, to the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I oh yeah. about that one. And he took one of his he was playing an orc because right. he took one of his eyes out and I'm like, "Oh, that's like a holy yeah. Uh, yeah. injury for a fallen orc. orc." Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, but I, I I I do think I do think there oh, there oh. Is, the GM needs to have a little bit of humanity. Yeah. And be able to stop and say, "You know what? Yes, just from a, me as a person to you as a person, it would suck to have to sit here over yeah. a three-hour combat yeah. and not be able to do anything, knowing full well that we're not going to get through twenty rounds of combat oh, yeah. in those three hours. Yeah. yeah. So give them some kind of recovery roll. But I would also say that the same thing is going to happen with your spells. So if you've got sleep and you want to cast it on someone, yep. they're going to get the same the, the same thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, and I like what the uh, what uh, Steve. Has mentioned here about the idea of you perhaps you get dazed then slowed then stunned then paralyzed that it has a, a like or a just, ratcheting a, a up ratcheting effect. up delayed effect and that you basically you're at greater and greater it takes, disadvantage yeah. not to use the exact. I don't, mechanic, I don't even
2: I don't even mind it might suck in the moment. But I don't even mind if you you watch the tone on the table and yeah. watch how people are responding to it. But I don't I don't think it's bad to not pull your punches sometimes. And just it's brutal. Oh sure. But then yeah. the the revenge or the winning is is extra sweet when either you pull back or the party figures out how to one up the you know the sleep spell or the silence or whatever right. it is, and then you know you either get the bad guy or they bamf out or whatever. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, in the moment, it yeah. sucks, and I agree with you. I don't think you want it to go on in perpetuity. Or it's like you get to set no. out the entire combat. Yeah, that it would, sucks. Be, it would be awful. Oh yeah, especially
4: if you're playing a game like Five E. That's the other thing that can be cool if it's something where another player can help you come out of it. Mm-hmm. So it becomes, yeah. like, it like in combat, you could attack the bad guy or you could try yeah. to revive your friend. Absolutely, it, like what, it, what what. And, Porky did, yeah, And, and it doesn't yeah.
3: have to be a medic check. It doesn't have to be the cleric is the no. one who has to go. You know, the barbarian. Yeah, exactly. The barbarian door is,
4: wake up! Exactly.
2: Dwarf-
3: dwarfish wake up spell. Yeah, dwarvish wake up spell. It's and, very closely related to the yeah. dwarven lockpicking spell. Right. Yeah.
4: Now, now, that <laughs> does hinge on your players being the sort who would actually help the rest of the party. Yes, because sometimes you get like the murder hobos who really don't care who dies. Oh, that's just more
0: loot for us. Uh, yeah, right. right yeah, I've, exactly. I've,
3: you know if it's split four ways.
4: I've i played <laughs> with those characters.
3: Yeah, I ran a game for those characters for those right. players. <laughs> you were one of them.
4: <laughs> sometimes it's really fun to be eight a little month,
3: eight months into a four D four E D and D game. Eight months in, six players the group never con- gelled into oh, really? a party. Eight yeah. months. Oh, yeah. that's a bummer. Never gelled that's into a what, party. playing what, every other week? No, I was playing every week. Wow. Yeah. I was playing every week. That's a thick party. Seriously. Yeah. Part, yeah. Of, yeah.
4: part of it was also... We Missed were just,
3: a couple here it, and there, but basically... It was
4: 4E. Week. We were still wrestling with the system.
3: Yeah. Because
4: sure. like people would be like, oh, it looks like it's an option to do this build on my character as we level. And then you start playing and you're like, actually, that doesn't work.
0: Yeah, that happened Why'd a, they give
4: me these choices? Yeah, that
0: happened a lot in 4E. Yeah. yeah. It's like you... We're like yeah oh the, the ranger I, I need to retcon my leveling up for the next <laughs> last two yeah. levels yeah
4: yeah yeah and we, then all of a sudden you're relearning how to use eight months your and
3: tactics. we got to level three
4: was it really that low
3: yeah and you guys never made it to level four because I had plant no I was giving out XP like crazy but the problem was that the um, the, the combats took a while so I only scheduled them every third. Oh, session, right. right? Because yeah, yeah, it, the, it took was the, the entire session. session. The entire session would be one combat. Oh yeah, and um, and just you know, I would I would give out XP yeah. for for mm-hmm. role playing and such that things that weren't actually specified in the DMG or anything like that. But um, I, I know that you never made it to fourth because I had a plan in place for when you guys made it to fourth level. Oh, that that's never right. happened because right. you never made it to fourth level. Um, was like <laughs> that close But then it's it was just like You know what This isn't working guys yeah. We're done So Alright
0: Well thank you Steve From SoCal yeah. Or the yes. Grimace on the forums Hopefully, Hopefully we you know,
3: gave you some
0: ideas. Provocative Provocative title Who would like to read uh, uh, Pathfinder Society Alternate Solutions From Dylan from Anchorage, Alaska uh, I can take it I'll be back in one second
4: Awesome Deal okay. with the dog Right uh,
3: yeah. Ooh it's a long one
4: Yep yeah. Oops Well maybe I'll share halfway through It's a long G- Okay. Pathfinder I can do it. I believe in me. In
1: it. You can right. do the thing.
4: I can do the thing. You I'm can do a it. Tiny potato. Just wanted to drop you guys a quick email regarding the discussion of alternate solutions in Pathfinder Society in episode 18.9. Uh, this is actually covered in the GMing guide of the Pathfinder Society book. As someone on the panel suggested, the writers of PFS are totally fine with alternate solutions. Here's the text from the Pathfinder guide to organized play. Probably a little wordy for you guys to read the whole thing, but here it is. Okay, I can do this. Creative solutions. (laughs) Sometimes, during the course of a scenario, your players might surprise you with a creative solution to an encounter or the entire scenario that you didn't see coming and that isn't expressly covered in the scenario. Rock the mud. If, for example, your players manage to roleplay their way through a combat and successfully accomplish the goal of that encounter without killing the antagonist, give the PCs the same reward they would have gained had they defeated their opponent in combat. If that scene specifically calls for the PCs to receive (laughs) gold piece rewards based on gear collected from the defeated combatants, instead, allow the PCs to find a chest of gold or something similar that gives them the same rewards. Additionally, if PCs miss an NPC who carries a specific potion or scroll that the PCs might might be granted access to on the scenario's chronicle sheet, don't cross that item off the list. Instead, allow the PCs to find the item elsewhere as a reward for creatively solving the encounter without resorting to combat. The Pathfinder Society Roleplaying Guild never wants to give the impression that the only way to solve a problem is to kill it. Rewarding the creative use of skills in combat not only makes society games more fun for the players, but also gives the GM a level of flexibility in ensuring players receive the awards they are due but what if your players accidentally or intentionally kill an important NPC who was supposed to give them a crucial piece of information that's needed for the scenario to progress? This is a tough problem for the GM and requires improvisation. Don't decide the scenario is over just because the old man with the letter was caught in a magical crossfire and roasted alive, destroying both him and the important letter reveal that the letter survived by some freakish miracle it was in a fireproof pouch in his pocket da, da, da. or maybe that the old man had a lackey who was watching from a nearby alley and knows everything the old man did or another similar explanation improvisation will give your s- scenario moving forward oh, will keep your scenario moving forward and give and help you work around unforeseeable obstacles I've totally had this come up when running Pathfinder Society games, and honestly, I think you're just talking to crappy Pathfinder Society GMs if the impression you get is that PFS is supposed to be the McDonald's of RPGs. (laughs) (laughs) The everything should come out equal is more along the lines of this scenario should end up giving this amount of treasure because treasure progression, as crappy as it is, is the power progression in 3.x and Pathfinder. The scenarios outline the most expected paths and give suggestions for skill rolls. When I'm running a game, I don't just say... To resolve this encounter, roll diplomacy. I ask the players what they want to do, just like I do in my home Savage Worlds games. If their solution is in line with the scenario's expectations, and they often are, I have rules for it in front of me. If not, Pathfinder has other rules to resolve how they want to do it. If there's okay. anything Pathfinder's if there's anything Pathfinder has plenty of, it's rules for how to resolve stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All, the rules. All yeah. of the rules.
4: PFS is not without its issues. You're not allowed to modify the scenario like adding or removing creatures from encounters, changing the plot, stuff like that. To that extent, you're right that it's supposed to be the same experience for everyone that plays the scenario. I'll be honest, I'm not the best at sticking to this, but I can understand why it's part of the rules. If that kind of thing is encouraged, then there are going to be GMs who are dicks about it and get PCs killed because they think it's fun. People invest a lot of time and effort into PFS characters. That's true. And that kind of thing can easily lead to frustration. For every GM who thinks they can improve a scenario, there's just another who is likely to make the experience way less fun for their players it, than if they had run it as written. Thanks, all. I just want to drop a note. Uh, I just want to drop everyone a note as a fairly regular Pathfinder Society GM. I play about twice a month, alternating weekends with my home Savage Worlds game, which is currently finishing up an Iron Kingdoms campaign and ramping up into a Fallout game. Oh, nice. Enjoy cool. the show, and as always, drink. Okay. Dylan from Anchorage, Alaska.
0: So the Pathfinder Society people that are making this stuff aren't hidebound. What we're hearing from is people who are playing with very hidebound GMs who are yeah. like, no, I think that's true, this is yeah. not what it
3: says. Well, oh, yeah. The other stories that I've heard from Pathfinder Society are that uh, the GMs are not doing the proper prep that they should, which is at least read the <laughs> encounter before right. you're going to run the game. Right.
4: Yeah. So, See, I, I used mean, to pregen? oh god. I could, yeah.
3: never, I could
0: never be like a any kind of organized play GM because I I start reading like scenarios or start Mm -hmm. reading modules or whatever you want to call them. I start getting really bored really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I just kind of start glazing over it. And next thing you know, I don't remember what I just
3: read. See, I had... uh, (laughs) I have a similar problem. Running
2: encounters, like I've this similar experience where there wasn't just one way. You do have to because people, as we've talked about before, have to get the... uh, kind of same experience or be able to jump from one game to somewhere completely different. I had a guy from Germany mm-hmm. that would, at least once a month, was there on business and would play in the game, but he was also playing elsewhere. Um, but I do think that you've got that flexibil- flexibility in there, so I don't know that, I think you're right, where yeah, it's just GM-specific maybe if you're so Teutonic that yeah. that you have
4: to... I recently.
2: Just I know, right?
3: Well, I'm, just, I'm just amused at your use of the of ad, uh, adjective Teutonic.
0: I know. It's appropriate, yeah. but. I'm, I'm just thinking amused. of people
3: in big iron
0: helmets throwing babies in fires. <laughs> <laughs> what's that, oh, no. what's that, that that? propaganda film that the Soviets came out with?
2: Oh, the. Uh, I, I tend not to wa-
0: No. Are you talking that, like no. way a long time ago? Oh, it's old. No. It's really old. It might be silent.
2: Yeah, Battleship Potemkin with no, the baby it, carriage no. and the.
0: No, it's um, it's a it's a movie about the uh, Germans invading, oh. I- invading Russia. So therefore, oh. it's much later than yeah but no but no, it, this know. is like way back in like the 1700s or something I don't know when oh, oh wait no it's way before then it, it, it must be like middle ages because they were they were like they looked like Teutonic the Teutonic Knights, Knights with yeah. the big helmets nice. Yeah, with like the, the, the money python guys with yeah, the big the helmets, helmets. Yeah. yeah yes yeah I and they were like and there's a scene where like throwing bundled babies on a fire <laughs>
3: The Germans. Uh,
0: I, I'm sorry. It was Soviet
3: propaganda. I don't know. tend to watch Soviet propaganda films in my spare
0: time. It was. Well, it was on. It was on. Fascinating. NPR. Oh, oh, not sorry. NPR. It was. On, it was on uh, PBS. KCET.
2: That was very cool. Though sharing that little the excerpt from the PFS. Yes. Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. Um, and and I, that's.
0: It, it's nice to know that the the people that are uh, uh, organizing the thing. Underst- understand.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think so too. I I found out recently one of my friends actually GMs for Pathfinder Society, my friend Mike, um, and I had mentioned I think it's like doctors without borders. They're doing good things. Yeah. And and I had mentioned, you know, the the issues that people regularly yeah. talk about. He was like, Yeah, if you have a bad GM. And, yep. <laughs> I mean that that was pretty much what he said. I mean it was in chat, so I don't know if that tone was used, but I yeah. I heard it in that time when I read it. And then he was like, and you should come down and play with me because I run once a week at this local gaming store, which I completely forgot what it is. So sorry, Mike, I can't actually give you a full shout out if you're <laughs> listening. My bad. Um, and he pretty much tried to convince the entire chat that we should all come down and play with him because um, he's running uh, a really good adventure right now. Is Steinbach? No, no. no. It, uh, Mike Leader.
3: Oh, OK. Is it yeah.
4: a local? Local Yeah, Leo? Yeah, no, he's, he's like in the Vampire Games, so he's Dice local. Dice House. And, and he's,
3: he's been to uh, Happy Jack's... Podcasts at the at the Collins before yeah. he and he and his wife Shauna. Yeah, uh, yeah. So,
0: um. uh, to answer Carla Dickerson's question, yes, some yeah, of the guests go. some of the guests on the show can see the comments. Hi, Carla! Um, yeah, <laughs> I th- was I have it. I actually have it up in a window that I am not looking at enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've Gina been, and I have been yeah. sort of kind of paying attention to right. it. Right. So yeah. you really have to kind of split your
4: yeah. Sorry, Brain. I'm the one who doesn't have the check. Y- yeah, me, and so. you're a lovely person. Aww.
2: Carla
3: is also in the pillars. She's oh, one really? of my yeah. she's one
4: of my toriadors. She's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. She's I say cool. my toriadors like cool.
3: I own the clan. Well, you <laughs> are primogen.
4: <laughs> my character thinks she owns the clan.
0: <laughs> you are primogen. <laughs> yes. You do. <laughs> you do own the clan. <laughs> I'm I'm going to read this real quick. Okay. okay. Yes. It's yes. not in the thing. Yes. all oh, right please the, do. All right. I'm, I'm excited the, for this. The type Mail, not email. But mail. mail, mail, written with a shit
3: typewriter. You can see. Oh my, yeah. There's, there's like
4: st- scratches through it from. Oh the
1: yeah, white like, yeah. Whiteout because oh, cool. he
3: made a mistake or whatever. Yeah. No, no.
0: There's actually no scratches. whiteout.
1: There's no I don't think, think
0: he made any mistakes. It. Really, I don't see any whiteout. Or oh, I thought at the top of the page. There.
1: And look at the fancy. No, no? no. There's
0: like, but there's like grooves dug into it <laughs> from the typewriter. That's what you're probably seeing. Yeah, look at the paper. Look Seriously? at it. Could be one of those
3: grooves. Yeah.
2: I can feel it. It's like yeah. braille on the back. Oh
3: wow! Yeah. Yeah. That's so
2: awesome. Oh
3: just- okay. Yeah, that's what that is.
4: So you should give that
2: back. Yeah, this is, sorry. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is great radio. But I, but
3: I we're yeah, they're face mics. All right, this is no longer radio. This must <laughs> be some
0: kind of like angry
3: Viking typewriter.
4: Can you do an angry Viking voice?
3: They do you read uh, it? Uh, uh, mm. the, the same company that makes your the, uh, f- farts, whatever it is that make your your sewing machine makes typewriters. Husqvarna. So, yeah, they make typewriters too. Oh really? Yeah. Husqvarna typewriters. Huh. They're for,
0: they're, writing, they're for writing writing war proclamations. Well, they were at the time, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, actually, from Scandinavia. Greetings, you crossbred harpy jackals. <laughs> I like Ta- him. <laughs> time for another smug schooling from Sweden, Scandinavia. In season 18, and that's with an I-8. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Episode There is no one seven. on his typewriter. <laughs> Stork talked about the definition of steampunk. As an extremely humble librarian, <laughs> hold on—we've got another unlike librarian in the room. Stork. Perhaps the most humble of them all. I want to give you a short lecture on the subject. Hem. does it Ahem.
2: start with well. Actually, so you're to move your glasses like you way The whole down here,
0: right? well I can't because they're reading glasses. Okay. And they're, and they're, they're bifocals, and I have to read it like this. Okay. Um, as you can see, I even wrote this letter on a real typewriter to show my steampunk cred. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, I'll give you props for that. Jules Verne, also known in Scandinavia, as Jules Verne. <laughs> I, I said that. And Jules th- Verne. <laughs> and other authors like awesome. Mary Shelley and H.G. Wells didn't Definitely. write steampunk. No. no. Steampunk is when our modern society reimagines... And looks back at the 19th century.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Verne, yeah. Shelley, and Wells look forward and imagine scientific breakthroughs, submarines, reanimation, space travel. It was science fiction. Where's my flying car? Uh, <laughs> they were writing the 19th century's own version of science fiction. Yes. Why well, always figured H. G. Wells was a science fiction? Oh, absolutely. Writer. Yeah. He's just yeah. A yeah. One oh, of the one first. wrong a lot. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> so
4: many of them are now.
0: Well, yeah. The first book to coin the term steampunk, was K.W. Jeter's Morlock Knight. It isn't really that good. (laughs) If you want an amazing read, (laughs) check out Tim Powers' The Anubis Gates instead. Also, one of the first books under the steampunk umbrella. There are, of course, books that are steampunkish before Morlock Knight. Michael Moorcock's War of the Air is a good example. I would love to write about steampunk all day, but brevity is the soul of wit, and it's time for my question.
2: Oh, there's a question in there.
0: Have you always talked about how you, as a GM, should steal ideas from your players? If your players come up with an awesome theory explaining something in your game, incorporate it and retcon it to have it always be true. First, I have to admit to have done this, too, but it has always irked... Me, how how you praise this approach in such an unnuanced way. I first started to think about it when if when it it probably was on the player's side of the screen. No wonder he didn't use the whiteout because he just left them. Uh, when it was on the player's side of the screen. Whenever they, we managed to predict something about the plot, I always wondered if we were actually right, or if the GM just had decided to humor us. If I, as a GM, have a plan that informs how the NPCs or the game world act, isn't it better to stick to the plan? You still have still talk about how cool it was to learn that Renjiro Ma- and Master Higo... I hope I spelled the names right. You didn't. That's <laughs> no, you spelled ego right. Uh, we're gay. Um, none of the... Spoilers. Players. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers for anyone Those people to... who are
3: listening through the... Uh, right. It's been the said. Inukai... No, but some people are now just listening to... No, I to know,
2: but the they've time. said it yeah, There's again. a lot of and people again. are and now again. just But yeah. Uh, none of the In players... Um,
4: uh,
0: ...figured it out, but it still added to an amazing gaming experience. Would it have been better if C.A. Dave... Uh, woke up from his drunk stupor in the second-to-last session, theorizing that Renjiro and Higo acted weird because they were hipsters. And Stu, in a flash
3: of (laughs) low self-esteem, changed it to that. Okay, first of all, Stu doesn't have low self-esteem. Nope.
4: Nope. He pushed all his hair out. That's why he's bald. (laughs) Yeah, my (laughs) self-esteem
0: pushed all my hair out of my head. (laughs) Like I wrote before, I've retconned before, but only to add stuff, not to change things in my... Head cannon. I like the term head cannon. Oh, it's I know that's a fairly great word. common. Yeah. Um, if C. A. Dave we're had told, and... boom. If C. A. T. Dave had told me that to be read in C. A. Dave's voice, they were two hipsters. <laughs> I would have changed them to be to be read in Jonas Larson's voice. Two gay hipsters. <laughs> so when and how should you steal your players' ideas? Sorry for the typos. This typewriter haven't updated to the latest spelling program yet. <laughs> Best regards, and there's a signature. Oh, my God. So if you, if you have any of his blank checks at home... Heart. Yeah, you can totally sign a contract in his name or right. a or anything. Jonas Larson, P.S., what's this? An honest to Odin real <laughs> postscriptum? Perhaps the first in the show's history. Jonas Larson does yes. it again! <laughs> Actually, I have to say we have had one other handwritten letter sent to the show that also put a postscript in that's it and said awesome. something similar, that was, but that's okay. That
4: in like season four or five. It was very early, really,
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was sent with a little Cthulhu dice bag someone had like awesome. it or, <laughs> it. So thank you. Um,
1: yeah. For me, a
0: lot of the times now, like when I'm running the vampire game, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. There's so Fair many enough. players. I, I yeah. mean, I know what the major NPCs' goals are. Right but in this particular situation i a wrench gets thrown in yeah i may i might have an idea oh this is so and so screwing with them or i might think no this is just a coincidence just a thing that's happened mm-hmm. yeah. and then some one of the players makes the case that oh no look there this happened and this happened and this happened it's got to be this guy uh, then that, that, then i'll go things really do kind of fall into place that make that yeah, yeah. seem Truth. Yeah. Like truth. Yeah. <clears throat> I say it a lot. If you want to reward your players for innovation, make, him, make them correct. Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't know and that I call that retconning, though. No. Right? But what, yeah. no
0: because Especially it if happen I can get, so it's yeah. not retroactive. Yeah. Especially yeah. when my head cannon doesn't have anything, yeah. anything like that yeah. in it. Yeah. No, yeah. his head cannon isn't loaded. <laughs> my head yeah. cannon is empty. Your is head empty. Waiting
4: <laughs> <is laughs> to get filled. It's a lot better when... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a lot better when something that started off as a red herring or the results of a bad die roll becomes relevant, rather than having them sitting there going, but why the hell was the Sam in purple and wondering about that? And it was like, actually, you guys just really screwed up, you know? So it's a lot better to be able to take what was going on and make it relevant to the plot when it's it's that kind of situation. On the other hand, in the game I ran in Fake Rome, um, one of the things I set them up against, it was somebody pulling a Sweeney Todd. And they walked into town, found out what the problem was, and went, lols, wouldn't it be funny if they were doing, if the baker- the butcher was doing this? And I just kind of went, la, la, la. And then three sessions later, they were like, oh, shit, it really is the butcher. And they were like, did you change it? I'm like, no, that was the plan the whole time. You guys said it. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> basically, when I was like, oh, my God, they know. And, th- <laughs> and they were like, oh, but... But and when they first started, it was like, no, that's that's too cliche. <laughs> she wouldn't do that. So they basically spent three sessions trying to prove that's anything awesome. but what it actually was. <laughs> and I I laughed at it and I, I went with it and I made it as like horror level as possible. When they finally figured it out.
3: Oh yeah, no, it was it was good. Yeah, it was good stuff. I I remember the very first Dead President's game that Tyler ran. This is back when he ran it in Wild Talents mm-hmm. before he switched to uh, Savage Worlds. And we were up against Kim Jong Il, mm-hmm. 117 days before Kim Jong Il died. His hair. Well, he was the, he was the guy with the fabulous hair. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> so um, he uh, somebody made the comment. You know, we had already dealt with the the rocket Nazis and uh, stealing the brain that was meant for, or stealing the robot that was meant for Lincoln's brain and everything I like got, and we. We get in there, we get to wherever it was we were going, and somebody made the comment, I know what it is, Kim Jong-il turns into Godzilla. And Tyler <laughs> threw his notes down on the table and nearly walked away and said, God damn it, you guys, stop jumping ahead! <laughs> because he had literally taken one of the Wild Talents characters uh, from the book and just reskinned it for Kim Jong-il, who was... He turned into a Tyrannosaurus Rex, which is pretty close to turning into Gojira. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, So it was just this, oh, okay, we literally did, well, really, really close. Guess what was going to happen? And it wasn't that he had to change things. It's sometimes the players are on the same wavelength Mm -hmm. as the GM. And if that's the case, that means the GM has done his planning correctly. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: And that happens way more often, in my experience, than it, it, GMing, it, yeah, uh, GM changing the,
3: the, the, the plan. The clues lead to the, the conclusion that they're supposed to. You see, a lot of times now, I don't know what's going to happen.
2: I think that's more apt. Like, I, I just that's don't. more the case where people are waiting, play to find out. I just you know? give up.
0: <laughs> I give, yeah, That's. And, but the players don't know that I'm doing that.
2: Truth. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's true. <laughs>
3: so I, yeah. hopefully no one from my games is listening no,
0: <laughs>
2: two, of my, so, two of my favorite well kind of Bill Roper's
3: in, in the chat oh so, yeah? yeah hi Bill Bill Jib and uh, yeah the, and
1: today are all in the so chat so you
3: guys just redact what I just said yeah
1: <laughs> by attention. the way Tom,
3: Tom's does suggest that uh, my head cannon is empty yeah be a t-shirt shirt. yeah <laughs> Or unloaded, I suppose. <laughs>
2: but I think... See, look at you being a, a newfangled GM.
0: No, I've done that for a long time. That's a
2: good thing, though. I think I think that's the best thing about story games.
0: Often out of necessity because it's like, yeah. oh, shit, we're playing in an hour and I haven't gotten anything ready. Oh, I've done no, that. Okay. Cool. I play by the seat no. of my pants all the I, time. I, I was doing that yeah. in college.
2: <laughs> no, that's. I think that's awesome, though. I think that's why you're a good storyteller because you let you play to find out, and you let your characters, your PCs' decisions matter. Yeah. So that what they do in gameplay matters to what you're gonna throw at them. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah.
3: I've run. In, I've run weekly sessions back to back three or four in a row where I had absolutely no prep done whatsoever and it was entirely by the seat of my pants. I coached you through that for one game. And and (laughs) the the players have sometimes picked up on it. Mm -hmm. Usually because part of it is I'll write notes down to myself when I am doing prep but I rarely look at them because Mm -hmm. the act of writing them down cements them in my brain. And then I can feel free to deviate from them as I need. But if I'm not looking at the notes when I have them When I don't look at notes, when I don't have them, they can't tell the difference. Right. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, when you were running the medieval, uh, the Dark Ages Vampire, I remember there were several times where we brainstormed together for your next session. Because I wasn't in that one. And you were like, oh, shit, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, well, what city are they in? What do you know? And so, you know, maybe 24 hours before the game, we kind of cobbled together a rough outline of, you know, they're probably going to go here. I better have stats for this thing. Yeah. And I remember (laughs) helping you with that several times, which I... Was fun, but now I'm in all the games that you're running. So
3: yeah. <laughs> maybe well, not the best I, idea anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I, I threw a mage at them this last time, and I it, I don't know mage all that well, but Mary knows mage like I know vampire. I
2: so want to play and, mage. Um, I want to
3: run it. And I want to play it. So I, I was running some ideas off, ba- you know, bouncing ideas off of her. But I knew I couldn't give her too much because she was one of the players who was going to be going right. up against yeah. these mages. So.
4: So in some ways, you gave me a ton of run he- red herrings in that discussion. Yes, but, I did. But I'm not sure <laughs> if it was Eventually. deliberate or it was because you didn't know what you wanted to use no, yet. No, no,
3: that was d- deliberate red herrings. Yeah. <laughs> or you're just throwing out tons of ideas. You know? Yeah,
4: yeah. It was it was kind of fifty fifty, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. But all right. Well, thank you, Jonas Larson from Indeed. Sweden, Scandinavia, that Sweden. EU, Terra, awesome. yes, Solar System, Milky Way,
3: Local Group, Universe, <laughs> Western Spiral Arm. <laughs> Sploid
2: got uh, sploid-sploided all over the place when we said mage.
3: S-B-L-O-I-D. Mage, yeah! Mage! (laughs) Yeah.
4: I I want to run mage, but I've been trying to wrap my brain around Demon the Fallen lately.
3: I want to... I I wouldn't mind running mage. I want to play
4: wraith again.
3: I wouldn't mind running mage, except I need to play in it once at least before I can run it because I need to grok the feel of it and I don't yet. Oh, I played I, the, I can't grok it from just reading the book.
4: I played the best Wraith game three months ago. Oh my god, it was so good. It was a whole weekend session and we played on the nice. Queen Mary. And we played on the Queen I like Mary. This, this attitude.
3: Be a fan of the players. Yes. Yeah. That's a good line from Tom. Yep. Okay, three doc. A,
0: this is CW, the only reason I feel comfortable GMing at all. My yeah. prep might suck for my home game but I know I can wing it from all the great examples. When I get asked to run Pathfinder Society, Cold, Cold, Pathfinder Society, cold. It's nothing but a bundle of stress that I'm screwing up. That's why I don't run modules. You're yeah, that's why. And I don't, yeah, I, I I would rather sit down and come up with a premise and sit down and just, and, and see. It
2: didn't it. bother me to run modules, but probably, I, very possibly, I was learning still. Mm-hmm. And for me, maybe it was similar to when then you take the next leap and you create your own world and your own game. Where this was just my research to flesh out the world in the session.
0: <laughs> within Carla,
3: weeks, Queen Mary game was awesome.
0: of the first time I played yeah. D&D back in probably 78, mm-hmm. I'm going to say. That's awesome. I was making my own dungeons. Within weeks. Yeah. Because I played a game of it and I'm like, this game is fantastic. I have to play this game. Yeah. Scrabble, scrambled up all the money I could find and went out and bought the DMG. Uh-huh. Started reading through it, realized there's not a lot of rules in it. I'm like, ah, I can just make them up.
1: That's so
0: cool. <laughs> and then I started like, like on graph paper drawing yep. out dungeons because I didn't know what an adventure was at
3: that point. Yeah, no, okay. I mean, I, it was that, a dungeon.
4: That's kind of what D and D was in the yeah. early editions. Yeah. So. And, and,
3: and and I started with vampire, yep. but then eventually I did get introduced to Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And I went to architecture school designing dungeons.
0: I
1: know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, yes, I, please. But
0: vampire. <laughs> Uh, There's not a lot of pre-made adventures for Vampire. Yes, there are. Oh, Oh, there are? Oh,
3: there are lots of pre-made adventures. They're referred referred to... Well, they're from the 90s, mostly. Okay. And and, uh, they're they're usually... If you see a book from White Wolf, that's Name of City by Night. By Night, Night. yeah. Okay. That is... Chock full of adventures. That is usually between one and four... Modules. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, Built, it's got like... It, to be set in yeah. a particular city. It's
4: like, here's the city, here's all the major players, here's all the major court officers, or yeah. whatever, if it's a bot game. Yeah. Um, and then it gives you some number of stories, but it also just gives you motivation. So if you look yeah. through it and go, all of these suck, but my players want to go to Chicago.
1: There's
3: good ideas about what it is Because it'll give a whole lot of information about... What is it like in the city of right. Chicago? What is it like in the city of Milwaukee? So it's kind of like it's kind of like the
0: it's kind of like the the location books for Call of Cthulhu. Yeah,
3: yeah, but it also gives a very at least one very specific adventure, and it's not like well, it's all not of those, one session. It's,
0: usually, the back half of the Cthulhu books yeah. have a yeah. bunch of adventures, yeah. and the front half is. Here's what you. Here's what L.A. is like in the 1920s, yeah. right? Yeah.
4: and I mean, like because the they, history of the supernatural, and right?
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, I, one of the ones that I have is Hong Kong by night, and I also have San Francisco by night, and both of those are really interesting because they kindred are. Kindred the East, yeah. They're they're very much a combination of the uh, the standard kindred of the Cain and Abel theory, mm-hmm. and then there's also kindred of the East who are very much not.
4: It it's it follows it's all of Chinese.
3: Different version of what a vampire is. Right. They're, oh, they're soul suckers rather than blood suckers. Yeah, they
4: they actually <laughs> they lived horrible, sinful lives. They went to hell. They escaped hell and came back and got bodies. Right. And their main goal is to not go back to hell. Right. Like if now, they
0: is that is that is that their reality or that's is that their
4: reality? Oh that, no kidding. That so yeah.
0: it's it's a different breed of vampire. Yeah, completely. Because okay. there
4: there's no bloodlines or anything else. Your power is based on how enlightened you are. You cannot be on humanity. You have to be on a different path of behavior. There's five different choices plus the demon ones.
1: No kidding. And yeah. your
4: goal is basically to survive until you are so enlightened you make it into heaven. Not by being a good person, but by being a good monster. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
4: So it, it's like um, one of the paths you're basically like super honorable. You follow the law no matter what. So if the law says that you should behead people for this crime, you go out. You fucking behead people because that's how you are a good monster on that path. Yeah. Right. Um,
3: you followed the law.
4: And it's, To the letter. Yeah. Um, and there's like all, you know, all this deep philosophical, how, oh, yeah. how do you manage conflicts in the law, yeah. everything else like that? There's another one where it's literally by being the best monster, by giving into your monster urges in a controlled fashion,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you gain control over your urges. And so you go into all kinds of horrible shit um, with goals in mind. See that and it's it's really it's it's a fascinating setting. Um, that's another one where I got to do a full week, two full weekend games with it, actually, because mm-hmm. of the pillars. Um, now,
0: have you read the Dresden Files? Yes, okay. I'm
4: like I think I'm one book behind.
0: Uh, there is one citation of the Jade Court of Vampires,
4: like just in a passing reference, isn't it? It's a passing
0: reference, and it's hero who's one of the Knights of the Sword,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Knights of the Cross, yeah. talking about how he's the. He's like, oh yeah, Jade Court vampires. That it, it makes me wonder if that because that it, it, it all reads very White Wolf. The whole series, oh, to
4: me. yeah, that's true. He's got <clears> some <throat> really White Wolf stuff going on in there. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's played it.
3: And and he yeah. is an admitted uh, role player. Role player. Oh I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, he has said that he does not play the Dresden Files RPG and he does not run the Dresden Files RPG because if he ran it, he's the type of GM who would just who is just a, a dictator. He's an absolute. A dictator GM, and he knows that. Great novel writer, bad GM. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and he admits that. And that's and he admits and he's that. He's right, and so he doesn't and so he doesn't run the system, and then it, but he can't play in it either because if anybody were to run a Dresden Files game, he'd It'd say I crazy. do this, and and they'd say, well, no, you can't do that. Bullshit! I'll write it so that I can. <laughs> 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 that's awful.
4: Really, that's the major premise right there anyway.
5: Yeah,
3: exactly, right. That's not
0: canon. Oh, really?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It will be in the next book.
0: In need of GMing advice. Thank you very much, uh, Jonas Larson. Shall I take this one? Yeah. All right. Go
1: for it. In
3: need of GMing advice. Keep them or cast them away. Greetings! Merry Christmas, Happy New Years, and potentially Happy Valentine's Day as well. We're still in January. Don't have that much of a backlog. That, <coughs> yes, exactly. We haven't made it to St. Markdown's Day yet, so uh, uh, I have no Chef clue Doug. when this will be read. So I'm covering my bases. <clears throat> we're we're, we're Did you get? Friday the 13th. Bit. You oh. didn't wish us a Happy Triskaidekaphobic Day. Oh, um nerd.
2: <laughs> yeah. Happy no, Friday the 13th.
3: Nerd would be saying Happy Parascava Triskedekaphobia Day. Triskedekaphobia is like the
0: <laughs> uh disadvantage you can take in GURPS. Oh, yo, it, it's our that yeah, or anosmia. Anosmia.
3: You know what, take, anosmia yeah, taking
4: yeah. that disadvantage is asking the GM to fuck with you personally. Right.
3: <laughs> anosmia should actually be more of an issue because the, we rely too much on visual descriptions in games as GMs and it, darkness. Is an absolutely awesome opportunity. It's like, well, okay, you can't see shit, but you hear echoes off of this wall, or you smell like you smell the dank of the the sewer dwellers' clothes from over here, or whatever. (laughs) I wrote several episodes ago that I was running a homebrew campaign for a ragtag group of newbies. This is an update to both the story and the complication I have found myself in. Uh oh. Dun, dun, dun. To clarify, the homebrew is a simple system that involves 2d10 for skill rolls, 1d20 for stat-based rolls, and 3d6 for damage. Okay. So when the Spirit Children of Stork failed multiple times in a row, I mean to say <laughs> that they rolled 2d10 and got under 5% every time, and nearly killed one of their own. Is it 5%? If it, if you're rolling them as percentile dice. Are they rolling them as percentile dice or are they adding them together? No, he
4: doesn't say. It doesn't he mean,
3: doesn't say, but that if
0: you're getting under 5% and
3: yeah, it's you're rolling 10%, them percent.
0: As- well, no, it's 10% of 10%.
3: Well, no, because you're it's rolling not, them as like not one to 100.
4: Percent. You know, it depends on what his system is.
0: If you're rolling two ones or, or, or two zeros or whatever the bottom is, mm-hmm. it's 10 percent of 10. percent
4: Yeah, it's one percent chance.
0: It's a one percent chance. It's not a five. Well, he's saying under so they're 5%. rolling
4: like
1: Sean. The rolling, yeah, they <laughs> are. Oh
0: my god! Because well, the, the five is like rolling a d20 and, and getting, getting a one, one it happens every five percent of the time. That's one of my criticisms of d20. Yeah, is the fact that that, that one the, the lowest the number and the highest number happen too often. Yes, yeah. right, exactly. <clears throat> Nearly killed one of their own. See, you so can tell I've been helping my daughter
3: with her math homework. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Has she gotten to statistics yet? No, oh. no. So but I've been off and on with this little group, giving them a session about twice a week. <gasps> Holy crap! And twice giving a week. me more, twice a week. Yeah, and giving me more breathing room. Twice a week is giving you more breathing room. I really hope that we want to play every day yeah college (laughs) right we've also lost one of our players but no one liked the loud mouth childish asshole so it's no great loss within the party however there is still trouble there always is the game that we are playing all involves teenagers traveling the land delivering a package that will net an insane amount of money along the way they have obtained magic items superpowers mythic creatures for pets and more the biggest draw for them in game was to find out what was in the magically sealed strong box they were hauling across this countryside
5: what's in the box what's in the box, <laughs> what's in the box?
1: <laughs> I
3: love that movie
1: I also movie. had a
0: beyond it's the best
3: lighthearted comedy ever. <laughs> I've seen The Exorcist 157 times and it keeps getting funnier every, every single time. time I see it <laughs> You say movie,
4: I say plot idea.
0: (laughs) Oh, hold on a second. Okay, Uh, they're talking about the uh, Dresden Files and 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 Lloyd Says I audiobook them. Marsters does a fair job of it. Marsters has ruined audiobooks for me.
1: That's why. Is he he that
0: good?
2: Yeah.
0: You can hear him by his vocal inflection. You can tell which character he's speaking. Oh, I love it when that's very cool. And he he is so good at it. The closest guy that comes to it is the guy, the guy that's doing, doing the Harry Potter books Jim Dale? oh no no, yeah he's fantastic <laughs> Jim Dale's he's fantastic amazing. Amazing. Jim Dale that was out wow. of my brain at the time but the, like right now I'm listening to the latest Expanse book okay. oh. and that guy he doesn't have all of the characters down he's not as good as Marsters but like when he's when he's playing doing Avasarala uh-huh. or he's doing um, what's his name Owen Owen. whatever like, the guy that the mechanic on the ship the like yeah. like real brutal psychopathic guy on the ship mm-hmm when he's doing certain characters, I can always pick them out.
1: Do you use
2: Audible?
3: Yes. The, the Marsters, lady who does... God. Marsters, the, we're talking Marsters who used to be on Angel and Buffy, right? Yeah.
1: Shack yeah. pointy teeth. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah.
3: Spike, who... who yeah. James okay. Who, who, I swear to God, I did not know he was from Santa Monica. Oh, is he really? He's yeah, British, he's in, in a band. British accent, is that good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. He's well, from I, Southern California. I, he's a surfer. Yeah. Well, I, also, also I knew he was pops. American. No, that's that's Marsden. Place sure? Yes. Yes. It's different sure? different person. Okay. Yes. But he was uh, Captain John something or other on, on Torchwood.
2: Torch bear- yeah,
1: torchbearer. Torch yeah. Torchwood. I know. I was like, <laughs> correcting myself. They were RB, carrying a torch RPG. for each other is what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, that was awesome. There's my head cannon.
3: <laughs> no, no, that's not that's actual cannon. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Just the fact that your head cannon matches actual cannon. Um, I also had a beyond powerful sorcerer on their trails, making them have to keep moving and not just give up and settle down wherever they felt like it. All this sounds like a simple to run adventure, however it was not meant to be. The players are, for a lack of a better word, not role players. One of the girls is playing a half Russian who is on the run from the mafia who has her family in captivity. And while I initially hoped she would try to find a way to get help from anyone at all, she instead decides to be an absolute bitch to everyone she meets. This is possibly why she's on the run from the mafia. Uh, And maybe I'm letting common sense get in the way, but when a 14-year-old starts cussing me out and demanding I let her into the high-security compound where she can get an attack chopper, my first inclination is to send her on her way. My second and third inclination involves bullets and napalm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're not wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah. And yet she is upset that she can't bullshit her way into success and gets mad when I mention perhaps a different approach would get her into what where she wants to go. And she is like this in every situation, in every confrontation, in every interaction. The girl is not playing a character in a game. She's playing herself and is offended when I don't give it to her. The other two in the That's group... That's what she said. The other two in the group isn't... The other two in the group aren't Aren't much much better. better. When the boyfriend of said girl isn't walking face first into a police station and making loud threats because, and I quote, What? I'm just playing my character flaws. (laughs) He is constantly doing his best to make me angry. (coughs) Dumb decisions, going left on a right path, you name it, he's doing it. And he said as much that he is trying to get me to break under his actions. More than once, I've enforced his bad dice rolling to things that keep him occupied just so I don't have to deal with the next flying turd he has ready. (laughs) You know, when the turds start flying. The last girl, as I said before, is eager to roll dice but has little RP experience. She is the only one in the group that I enjoy interacting with but it's hard to go from Russian bitch and dipshit to her character and try to ease her into scenes and encourage her to RP. She's very... I do this. Wait for response. Okay, now I do this in her methods of playing. Last week, I ended the chapter of their story. Then they... um, Sorry. Last week, I ended the chapter of their story. They delivered the package and beat the bad guy. And as a reward, five million dollars for each of them. (coughs) Five million dollars. So they
4: can buy a house in California together.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. I figured if I gave them what they didn't have, they could at least buy some cool stuff and give me some time to come up with another plot. Imagine my surprise when they had their money and none of them could say a single thing they wanted. I spent ten minutes asking if there was anything they wanted, even bringing up stuff from their backstory that money would fix, but the only thing one of them could say was... Uh... I buy more trail <laughs> rations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy an 11-foot oh pole.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: I need a
3: 55-foot <laughs> rope.
4: <laughs> All right. well, 27 a- and a half foot pole, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> I want I've to buy barding.
4: <laughs> <laughs> can, can I have a golden pole? Maybe solid gold? <laughs> Seven, yeah, it's a whole
3: different game <laughs> yeah. I r- I've ranted enough allow me to leave you with this closing question I'm at a loss how do I fix this I've never heard of someone in an RP where money didn't in some way give them an idea on what to do or something to fix I'm tempted to just let the game fall and not pick it up later simply because I'm at my wits end Thank you for reading, Isaac from Texas, Drail88 on the forum. On the forum. P.S. Obligatory P.S. Uh,
4: <sighs> so, there's this thing. It, see, we're playing a game, and games are fun.
3: At least they're supposed to be.
4: When games are not fun. Even for the GM. A, yes. Yes. The GM should also be having fun. That, yes. That's actually part of it. Yes. If you are not having fun, you are absolutely allowed to say, fuck it, bitches, I'm done.
1: Yeah.
0: That's absolutely true. Now, <laughs> if you live in a in, in a region of Texas where it is,
4: Where you found the only other three role players. <laughs>
0: to, right. It depends where, what if you live near a large population center and you can find more players. I, I might consider it. I, I think
4: so too. You know, it, it's there, there's no might. I would be like, I might keep you, but the rest of you, I'm done with. Yeah,
3: it. Uh, yeah. yeah the, I would, I would maybe keep the, uh, the, last the the last one who seems to at least. W- want to try, right? And and you you said at the beginning that you're you're working with newbies, all right? Newbie and, mm-hmm. and newbies that they haven't they haven't learned from all the mistakes that the veterans have. Yep. All right. No no newbie can ever le- can you, the the old phrase learn from my mistakes because you'll never learn you'll never live long enough to make them all yourself. The newbies they haven't done that yet. Right. Now you found three newbies. Hope springs eternal. You might find two more and keep the one you've got or, you know... Uh, and
4: the last girl, when she's not hampered by playing with a pair of dipshits, she might improve.
3: That's true. She
4: might really improve if you've got a better yeah. party going on. Especially if you mm-hmm. can find a couple of experienced role players who play in the style you want to GM to. yeah. Because then she'll have examples of what you're what you're trying to get.
3: Yeah, I mean, I know that Texas is a big place, and there are wide expanses of absolutely nothing. S. B. Lloyd says Drails in Houston. Oh fuck shit! He's in the fourth largest city in the country. Right. There you can more... find other role players in Houston.
0: Yeah. S. B. Lloyd. I mean, I mean, they
3: might be on the other side of town, which might as well be in Florida, but
1: right. still,
0: S. B. Lloyd is in Corpus Christi. He got nobody.
1: Aww. But you do okay. have
0: you do have a fine uh, strip club there, because I went there on a business trip. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Corpus Christi? Yeah. Corpus Christi is, is... Corpus Christi is to Houston what Tawana is to uh, LA, except that Corpus Christi is actually in the United States. <laughs> so,
2: that's a. I I am a player who is not super motivated by getting tons of money.
3: Right, yeah. Money does not yeah. actually yeah, solve Yeah, as, as a totally... Yeah. It's all certain problems. Because
2: right. I have that same issue where I'm like, I don't know what I want. But it I don't sound, know what I want to buy. It
4: sounds like the goal of the delivering the box the whole time was this payout in cash. Yeah. So it sounds like it should have been in the back of their minds the true. whole time. We're going to get money. Yeah. We, can buy, we can buy a fucking RV and pimp it yeah. out with a Death Star. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. I played in a game where somebody actually bought a bar. And when that wasn't interesting yeah. enough, he bought an airship and turned the airship into a bar.
0: That's an awesome. And art.
4: then we used the alcohol on the airship to kill dwarves because that's how potent the alcohol was. Awesome.
3: Yes, they <laughs> killed dwarves with alcohol.
4: That was my brother-in-law. That was my brother-in-law who did that. Yeah. I want to game with him again so bad.
3: Yeah, no, he's good. <laughs> if he weren't a nocturnal, that would be awesome. Yeah.
4: Um, I'm nocturnal. It'll work. <laughs>
3: um, so yeah, I.
4: It, it's. It sounds like you need to drop two of them. And if mm-hmm. you want to drop the game and start a new campaign you can. If you want to keep the one girl on and just find new players, you can do that. But if you're in a city that has a ton of people, you will find more role players.
3: It's There are 2 million people in Houston in in the greater Houston area. You yeah. can probably find somebody uh Hit up nearby, your friend, nearby local gamers, gaming store. nearbygamers.com. com. I mean this well I I don't know if that
0: is even there anymore, but I mean, there, I mean, there are just other face bag, yeah, face bag, so yeah. On face
4: bag. <laughs> 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 or or hit the Happy Jacks forums and be like, yes, I'm in Houston. I mean, please, because you've got to have more than one listener in Houston. It's a big city. Yeah, uh, yeah. we we have between
3: yeah. three and five thousand listeners right now. 5, yeah, 5, so, yeah, so and, and,
4: odds and, are there's a few more in Houston. Spoy- yes,
3: Sployd says that he's in Corpus Christi, which is a four hour drive from Houston. So okay, Sployd is not your next player. That's on Texas roads.
2: What's a Bucky's? A what? Do you know what a Bucky's is? A Bucky's? He said he can, if he floors it and takes the scenic route, he can stop at Bucky's.
3: Oh, it's probably some sort of, um, don't know. Oh, is it
4: like Stucky's?
2: Local.
3: It's I probably don't know. some sort of local fast food joint. Okay.
4: Stucky's still means Steve and Bucky shipping to me.
3: So
1: what is
2: Stucky's? <laughs> in this no, Stucky's is like a big uh, truck stop thing Oh, yeah. yeah. okay. It's the, like Kumpo. Right? Oh, yeah. no, Kumpo okay. is a special kind of special.
3: <laughs> It's an Oklahoma thing. Oh, see? Best
2: <laughs> gas station ever. So it's... Massive gas station. Like Stuckies. Okay. okay. That's okay. what it's like coming out Stuckies
3: is a tourist trap.
0: Like Stuckies. Yay. Oh, yeah. Carla Dickerson suggests posting on the Happy Jacks forum. Yes. Uh, that's uh, a good uh, idea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We suggested the same. That is program. there. Yes. And yes. by, yeah. by there. Rob S. We Sons. actually have a... Players yeah. looking for games. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Don't.
2: And uh, by Rob F. And, says, and "If you're crap, crap, willing to
0: GM nearby
2: gamers, is oh, still nearby alive. gamers
0: is still
3: alive. Is okay. it .dot com or org? Try wow. both.
4: Type it into the search bar. See what comes Tell out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Google and just." nearby, nearby gamers. gamers all one word and um, also
4: sometimes uh, meetup groups you might have a <coughs> meetup group you don't know about because mm-hmm. like com, in ca-
0: dot com, yeah dot com. in I California
4: so. we've got the Dead Gamer Society down in Orange County yeah. that, mm-hmm. and they still use the I think it's meetups.com I think it's yeah. st- they still at least post on it even if they're yeah. organized through okay it.
0: why is the the first autocomplete for nearby gamers wife
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Especially don't know considering I always think that's fascinating <laughs>
4: <laughs> what comes up
2: first my so wife type, is a gamer she's sitting right there why, but your wife not is a gamer
1: my.
0: <laughs> no wife <laughs> I'm sorry your ex-wife right
2: no I was like your, your ex-wives you <laughs> I
0: wonder if like if is gamer another euphemism for swinger oh, I don't want to know could be might be,
4: could be. Like epi-
2: I
0: don't like, that know. might be a
3: fishbowl thing
4: or maybe it's some sort of really rude meme we missed because we don't play video games
3: I you know could like, what's what's really odd I, I met your first ex-wife she came to one of our shows. Oh really? How long ago? Uh, last year. Oh really? Yeah. She's apparently good friends with my director's wife. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're both Washerwomen. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just sort of a
1: Huh.
0: <laughs> she hasn't been to fair. I mean she No, met, no, no. I no, met my not. daughter. Yeah.
1: When
0: she was two and she's yeah. like, You look just like your dad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing to say to a girl.
0: <laughs> I'm very pretty. <laughs> if, for yeah. most men, yes. But I'm very pretty.
4: Yeah, but Allie would not look good with the goatee.
0: Or the bald head. Well, she might be able to rock the bald head.
4: She might be able to. She might okay. have a bald head. When face. I
0: shaved Zachary's head, he looked he good. He looked good. He looked yeah. good with the bald he head. Did. Heather saw him and I'm like, oh my god, he looks so good with a. bald head. <laughs> he was no, a no, handsome it, little it, guy. He rocked that. Yep. Yeah. He rocked the bald head, yeah. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Uh, high school and s- shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, heist me. one shot last job one last, one last job, job from, from Mike, Mike and, and
2: Mitt and this one has and a me footnote. greetings greetings
0: greetings a
2: couple oh that's much
3: better greetings
2: a couple episodes back I heard Stu talking about liking heist style games yes
3: one of the first games I and ran movies
2: oh I love heist oh yeah movies.
3: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the first games I ran at a con was a heist game. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oceans. Those are fun. Games.
0: 11, 12 and thirteen are all on Netflix right now. And yeah. 12, uh, 12 sucks, but thirteen it, is awesome. It, 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 it only because it's so self, like it's so masturbatory. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> because it's like, oh, we, we're going to have Julia Roberts play like Julia, Julia 12, Roberts mean, in twelve, in twelve, mean, yeah. in twelve.
3: Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is that, that Clooney and Soderbergh were both like, we phoned that one in. Uh, oh, did they really? They did. <laughs> they, they, they totally phoned twelve in, and they're like. Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Let's try again. <laughs> 13 is fantastic. 13 is great. Yeah, it's have a never great seen ice. Those. Oh, it really is. Oh, you
0: haven't? Oh, no, no it's great. So
2: That's kind of scared of them.
0: Skip. They're good? Skip 12. Skip 12. Watch okay. 11. and then Okay. W- well, you kind of need to watch 12 because you get introduced. Watch it on Fast Forward. <laughs> watch it at, so at, at 1.25. I'm a huge um,
2: Frank Sinatra fan, so I've seen like the original Ocean's Eleven, Robin in the Seven Hoods, and
3: the new of uh, remake of Ocean's yeah. Eleven. So much, better than, well, so much sure, better than the old one. Well, I'm sure. Because
2: it's budget. Yeah.
3: Special no, course. no, it's not that. It's the Rat Pack weren't actors.
4: No, uh, truth. No, <laughs> truth, truth. There but were in, many things that are not actors. The,
0: there's a couple important things that yeah. happen in 12. You meet Matt Damon's character's mother. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Um, yeah. You also meet one of the bad guys that's in 13. Yes. So 12 is a
4: drinking movie.
0: Yes. 12 is
4: a drinking movie.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. But you kind of to, to get
3: thirteen, you kind of have to suffer through twelve. You do, yeah. And thirteen is fantastic. I, I thirteen, I really yeah. like it. Uh, you know what the be, One of the best heist movies, The Score, with um, Ed Norton Jr., <coughs> uh, uh, Robert De Niro, and Marlon Brando.
1: Oh,
3: okay. It's like the last movie Marlon Brando did. It's one of the one of the last that he did before he died. And uh, yo, he was enormous. He was absolutely enormous. But but and he was still Brando oh yeah so uh, and it, it's it's just a freaking phenomenal movie and it, there's there's nothing particularly innovative about it it's just really really well done yeah
2: have you run a heist game
3: I I don't think so
0: I don't think so
2: Tomes and I tried to make your Cthulhu game a heist game
0: yeah you did,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. That was when I met Tom
4: <laughs> I, I ran a game that sort of turned into a heist game Because I was just yes ending the hell out of what my uh-huh. players wanted to do It was fun heist And, and players
1: cool. yeah.
0: Given their druthers want to steal things
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah it's true, I,
0: I, it's true.
3: I yeah, the, One of the first games I ran at a con Was called Heist Right, right.
1: <laughs> cool. in, in, you, you like gave them
3: the premise and then you <laughs> gave them a certain amount of so time it, it to was plan it was, it, the, the, it, it was, yeah it was, well it was super what it was is it was the let's be bad guys oh. idea yeah. and it was they were a bunch of thieves and they were stealing this thing that, ter- that gave them superpowers in the middle of the game that's awesome and I handed out new character sheets yeah because okay. we
4: dropped the <laughs> nuclear reactor thing
3: okay right yeah, yeah so yeah <laughs> anyway okay
4: here we go.
3: Okay. Love to see a demon New so, World of Darkness. So, I games. heard too. He do wouldn't like, see any <laughs> demon game.
2: <laughs> Talking Sorry. about liking <clears throat> high style games. I don't remember <laughs> if you guys have talked about One Last Job. No, we haven't. Which seems to be a favorite it? on another podcast I listened to.
3: Asterisk.
2: Footnote. If you want to
3: mention it, the podcast yep. who introduced me to the game is Panda's Talking Games, part of the Misdirected Mark series of RPG and geeky podcasts, where Cinda <coughs> runs one last job at conventions with a magical girl setting. And okay. it gives a link which will be included in the show yep. notes. I, I think. That's maybe, I my group. Okay. Who
4: knows? Footnote okay. over.
2: Um, I've not played it myself but I've heard the basics are that you play a washed up crew of professionals past their prime doing one last job to set them up for life you don't get to define your character yourself everyone starts with a blank character sheet and you get to fill it in during the game by swearing at and insulting fellow players <laughs> It sounds like it might be right up your alley
3: I can't imagine why you would think that I know uh, Mike
0: Fuck you, you fucking drunk! <laughs> you oh, I have to write drunk down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. The system isn't limited to classic heists either. It can be used for cyberpunk, superheroes, or Battle of the Band. <laughs> <That's> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> you can find it in other indie games that uh, the author has written over at uh, lookrobot.co.uk slash games. Cheers, Mike from MI. M.I. obviously stands for Morth Icoda. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So,
1: um,
3: I, I don't know if you've watched on Netflix uh, The White Rabbit Project.
4: Oh my I, god! On, uh, the heist episode, oh my god.
3: So, my son loves that show. Okay, so, yeah, this is the, 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 the three it's, B players from Mythbusters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grant and Harry <laughs> and... It's kind of like Mythbusters, uh, kind of. Corey. Right, yeah. So, one of the episodes they did, they examined heist... Scenarios or the actual heists that yeah. happened, and or failed to happen, or <laughs> failed to happen. But one of the ones that, that happened was a, the old
4: guys.
1: The old yeah, guys. The,
3: the, yeah, it was the grandpa gang. It was a bunch of old age pensioners from in in England who robbed a diamond exchange safe that was supposedly unbreakable for like forty years. I mean, it it, it was it had never been broken into for forty years, and it was supposed to be completely. <clears throat> impregnable Right And they managed To break it Even though the youngest Of them was 58 <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah,
3: The oldest of them Supposedly Didn't know Even know Couldn't even remember His own name <laughs> it, it, White Rabbit Project On Netflix It's like The third or fourth episode It's
4: The World War 2 episode Is freaking amazing Freaking phenomenal
3: too. But, but, but oh, Heist games just patterned it off of real-life heists. Right. <laughs> okay. By the way, did you see what came out on Netflix today? No, no because I've barely been home. A series of unfortunate events. Oh, I the heard. series. I yes, heard I, I did hear that that was happening. Yeah, yeah I watched a little, to little to tiny oh, bit of cool. it. I'm like, I am Count Olaf. Yeah, I've right. been seeing ads for it. I, the guy who plays Count Olaf is,
0: oh, God, I recognize him and I can't tell who it is. It's like, it's a, like a famous boy actor. Ben I'm going to
2: have to look it up.
0: Ben look, Who looks much older than he actually is. Uh-huh. And he's fantastic so far. Okay. Because um, I know in the movie... It's like did. someone who was in a boy band or something.
4: Really? I think. Like one of the Hanson Brothers or something?
3: No, it's, it's not in the Hanson no, Brothers. No, but it's, it's like a Joey a, fat, uh, fat one. A Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris? No. Was it Neil Patrick Harris? No, it's not. That would be amazing. It could mm-hmm. be, be Neil Patrick Harris. the first thing that came
2: up in my Google search. That
3: like, would make Netflix? sense. Netflix? because It is. Yep. It, it is him. Yep. NPH. Oh. Oh. Okay, well, that guy, yeah. Okay, oh, And, no wonder. and, and the, that's what the, the uh, chat room is <coughs> confirming is that it is, in fact, NPH. Okay.
4: That's amazing. Okay, well, now I've got to watch it. You know, along with all the so other far, i am got to watch.
0: Yeah. And it's got well, the guy who played the tick in the old uh, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, it's, he's, he's Lemony Snicket. He okay. narrates it yeah, like no, no, on yes. camera. I, I do remember
3: it. seeing that, yeah. Oh, and I've heard. He's got one of the greatest voices of all time. Yes. He I, really does. He was a terrible tick. Uh, well, <laughs> that's the
1: point
0: of the tick. <laughs> How, however, I've heard, I don't know, I haven't have been yeah. able to find any to rebooting substantiation that. of this. Supposed to be rebooting. Well, they did a pilot on Amazon, yes. yeah. and someone told me that it got picked up. Oh really? Because that tick was fantastic. That because that guy I had the crazy eyes. He had oh, the, I can't do it myself, but <laughs> <laughs> he's like totally like, yes, I am the tick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a broken man. Oh
5: my god. Okay. Floyd anyway.
2: says confirming. I beat your asses to it.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's oh, fine. so it is. It, it was picked up. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 he's
0: confirming the the MPH. MPH. Oh, okay.
4: I thought I heard that too, though.
3: Anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. So So
4: heist. They're awesome.
3: Heist. No, uh, one of... Okay, so often we run games, we play in games where we're the heroes, and yet the heroes are... Murder hobos. Murder hobos, right? You know, they're, right. they're They're horrible, but... But, you know, there's this wonderful trope of the Let's Be Bad Guys campaign, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've run one, and I've played in one that lasted about three sessions, and, but the greatest way to do a Let's Be Bad Guys campaign is a heist,
4: or let's be bad guys for good, which is what we call leverage.
3: That's true. Right? <laughs> leverage <laughs> role playing game is absolutely yes. Sometimes good guys, sometimes bad guys love make leverage. the best good guys. Yes, I'm whole, actually interested yeah. in
0: in running leverage because of the because I would that, love it has to play the play retcon that. system. Oh yes, yeah, so a lot of the flashbacks. The flashbacks, are great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's be it's because they built mechanics. a
1: mechanic for
2: <gasps> that Blame? works. Yeah.
0: I don't know if No, in
2: Leverage? Yeah, absolutely. It, it it's works. patterned off the TV show. No, I you I
1: understand.
2: But it's tricky. Blades have a flashback mechanic that's awesome,
3: too. A flashback okay. mechanic is, yeah. is difficult to actually make work in a in a real time. No, it's like
0: a, probably like a Benny or Fate Point spending it, it, event. And
4: yeah, and you can that's say true. Flash- I mean, I, right. I've
3: done that in, in Moment of Truth.
4: Yeah, and then you can say, right. flashback, I actually hit a gun here two hours ago. You're like, flashback to where, yeah,
2: exactly. When I go to the restroom,
3: I reach down behind the toilet and I pull out the 38 and I go and shoot from the basket. Which I put there when I cased the joint two days two ago. Two days ago. Right. Exactly, yeah. right. It's, it's the Godfather, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, 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 I did the similar awesome. thing in, in Moment of Truth. I, I I spent my my moments of truth and said, yeah, that German soldier that we captured, he's actually a, a British
5: right. double agent. Oh, that's right, nice. yeah. I, it's like oh my God, that he, game was he amazing. He <laughs> two, throws up the salute. <laughs> <laughs> goes, oh. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly, it works. Go- work. Uh,
2: He confirmed your yes. Uh, t- oh, t- the TikTok picked, picked up out. that you guy. Know?
0: That guy was so batshit crazy, but it was That's like awesome. totally contained. Spoon. I don't <laughs> do that well I can't Wait,
3: You tried.
2: Gold star. You tried.
3: Should I get my thing? Yes. Your thing.
0: No one. No one can ever see it on the show because it's on a big tall <laughs> shelf. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh. What? I want to see the thing. A <gasps> oh. <laughs> big, t- big tick? Yeah. I still got this for me. I've never Aww. opened it. So, old That's
3: bigger than a deer tick. That's,
0: That's right. Answer, yeah. Yeah. And he used to talk. He used to be able to push a button and talk, but he doesn't talk anymore. Oh, yeah. Because this thing is like 20 years
1: old. That's
4: ago. awesome. <laughs> see, that that right there, that is a true bromance where he still yep. treasures a, fr- a gift from his best friend 20 years later.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that I'm keeping forever. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, but
4: that is a true bromance right there. Oh, and
0: Zachary's like, Daddy, can I open that box up? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, sorry, kiddo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's not for
2: you.
0: You can open it when
3: I die. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can sell it when I die. It'll be worth money. Right. <laughs> Do
4: you need to put
2: your yeah. mic
5: back on?
3: Oh, yeah, I need to put my <laughs> mic back
5: on.
4: <laughs> All right.
2: Nicely
5: done. All right.
2: Yeah, I have to look at that game, though, because I, I like the idea. Uh, I'd like to know more. Would you like to know more? Anything you like that encourages About the... Uh, don't define your own character, but as you get into the game, your character gets more He's more got defined. Some,
4: you've got to have the right players to do that, though. <laughs>
2: no,
0: He's, he's got sure. some kind of site called itch.io, which I guess it must be some sort of PDF download site. Oh, cool. Because he's got his account on here. I'll put that in the show notes, because that's the yeah. actual direct link to the...
2: The look The look yay, robot baby, baby, catch
0: on the mic. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there it is. One last job. So I'll put that... I'll, I'll definitely put that in the show notes. Sweet. So... Thanks to the Happy Jacks community from Bill and Az in Arizona. Yeah, we've all read. So oh, it's read. back to yeah, me. You read back? Twice. Yeah, you want to go
4: back? Yeah, yeah. twice.
0: Someone else want to grab this one? Uh, I well. can do it.
4: I think it's. Yeah, it's. I'll take it. Okay, dear doctor.
0: That's last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last one.
4: Dear Doctor Stu and his companions. Headcanon <laughs> cannon accepted. Uh, work prevented me from attending any of the strategic cons in 2016, and it appears my next opportunity won't be until September con 2017. However, I wanted to relate my thanks to the entire Happy Jacks community for being welcoming and developing new players. I've been playing RPGs for thirty plus years, but my wife was new to the hobby, having had played only a couple of games of Savage Worlds when, with another couple that I GM'd prior to attending our Strategic Con Gateway 2014. There, she would play her first RPG with strangers. It was Mook's Bunnies and Burrows game with Jib, Kadave, and other Happy Jacks listeners. Yep. On the drive back mm-hmm. from Phoenix, I went through the GURPS introductory rules with her. She was taken... Wait, like, ab- Yeah! There. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> she was taken aback by how much the rules focused on fighting, and she asked, is it okay if I play a pacifist bunny? I responded, sure, especially if you can make it work for the character. Just don't choose the party's brick. And then I had to explain <laughs> to her what a brick was, but I digress. Right. She ended up playing a rambunctious young bunny. Our first challenge was leaving the cover of high grass. Jib's bunny took the lead, and he was immediately attacked by a diving hawk. He managed to dodge, and Mook turned to my wife and asked, What do you do? She immediately said, I jump on the hawk's wing and I bite it. She asked, I asked, What happened to the pacifist bunny? She responded, It says here that I'm impulsive and have a sense of duty to my friends.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it almost brought a tear to my eye. As play continued, she blossomed into a wonderfully thespian player. Despite this, she lacked self-esteem to the extent that she almost dropped out of Jib's Savage Worlds game later that con because she thought her inexperience would detract from others' experiences.
0: Oh, no, no. Oh, not almost. with Jib. Not almost. with Jib. Yeah. Yes.
4: Uh, Jib was very nurturing, and when we attended our next con, Jib actually created a character in his Johnny Quest game with her in mind. Uh, Jib said, she did so well playing a bunny, I thought she'd enjoy playing Johnny's dog. Unfortunately, we didn't sign up for that game because of a conflict with Tom's game, but I'm sure she would have loved it if we had. Later still, Kadave invited us to play in an impromptu, grim game. I want to play in an impromptu, grim game. <laughs> she was initially trepidatious until I convinced her that we were being invited because he enjoys playing with the both of us. In short, I raise a glass to the kindness and welcoming of the Happy Jacks community. It has made my wife a more confident gamer, and I'm Yay. sure this is the case with many others in the growing community. Thank you very much for welcoming new players and growing the Harvey. Drink!
5: Yes! Absolutely. I will I'll drink to that. i salute
4: you with, with my drink. Excellent. The couple that we gamed with has moved away, so we don't have many opportunities to game together these days. But we're looking forward to the next strategic con that we're able to attend. May fortune favor your dice, and the muses spur your creativity. Bill from Arizona. P.S. Thanks for finding a way to include drinking in the podcast recorded at the con. My wife and Kimmy shared a glance of sisterhood every time the malort vi- revisited Kimmy is a priceless memory. Kimmy and my wife have never met, so I don't know specifically why Kimmy latched onto her that evening. But I suspect it is because my wife has one of those mother-sister-friend countenances.
1: Excellent.
3: Yeah, Kimmy they're... and I had a very different um, interaction at the last con. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well oh. you,
4: you don't have a mother face.
3: No. Ah. <laughs> what
0: was that? The last con? That's no, Kenny. No. You are
2: so funny. Yeah, no, between no, that was, and face bag. I I,
3: I I was merely trying I was merely trying that was so to make sure that she didn't spill her wine glass. Oh, I because I, she kept reaching for it and missing and so I would try to move it out of the way so that she wouldn't uh spill it and, and but that yeah. that's futile. You created conflict. Did I created throw, conflict and throw uh, a can
2: she, at someone's head.
3: Uh, yes, somebody okay. threw. one You don't one have of, to name names. I don't remember who it like was. That happened. You know, uh, know it was, who supplied the can. The last, okay. the, it was last me. the last, the con- last. <laughs> it was one
0: of my cans. <laughs> somebody threw at somebody else. The last con, <laughs> con show was was it was a hot mess. A hot mess. <laughs> it was like it was just completely just
3: out of control. It was I I, I that can't happen again. Yeah. No, I, I would appreciate that.
2: It was that. manic without medication. I would
3: the medication. See, part of the problem for me with that last one is I had to drive home afterwards, right. so I was stone cold sober through that podcast. Uh, that must have been really entertaining. I was drinking Monster. That must to be stay like being awake. A, a bartender in a room full of trunks. sitting next to Kimmy <laughs> and Dave Kazaia. I was sitting between Kimmy and Dave seventy seven, right? And I was stone cold sober.
4: You could have asked to trade seats. <sighs>
3: You know, it, it's all okay. good. It's all good. Lisa, uh, Lisa, it's, Lisa it's, Mr. Bill from his
2: wife was lovely, though, because I got to play in a game with her. Yeah. I don't she was super sweet. She wore bunny ears to our Bunnies and Burrows game. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she did. It was super fun. <laughs> yeah. I think Kurt Potts was in that game.
4: Dave was in that game. It was a lot of fun.
2: Dave Gaze
0: or Dave...
4: C.A. C.A. Good day. I'm excited. I might create a situation where I get to GM for some people who have not done tabletop games. Oh, really? Well, I I know all these amazing people in Pillars who are great role players. Some of them have never done tabletop games. In fact, there are people who come into Pillars who have never role played before. And then they just hit the ground running. Um, And I have been gaming with... I, I love my gaming group. I do. But I'm in between three and six games with... Pretty much the same six people, mm-hmm. and have been for the last two, two years. years. Two so uh, years, almost
3: almost three now.
4: Yeah, because uh, we just swap around the GMing duties. Because among those six people, four of us, five of us, GM. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually kind of amazing. One of the games, there's only one person in the game who's not a GM, and it's it's a wonderful game. Um, so I've gonna I'm just gonna run some one shots and something, and just be like, I'm running one shot on this day at this time. I need six players who can come over. And just invite people from that group. So I'm really hoping to get some people who have not done tabletop games at all. Yeah. And definitely get some people I haven't done tabletop gaming with. Because, like I said, I love my group. But I- I'm kind of sick of their faces a little bit. Well, it, you no, you it, learn how they react. You yeah, learn how they react. Yeah,
3: you, you want something new. You want something new that, that, I mean, that's why I'm running a Traveler game that is for people who have, who's bold and brazen? I don't
0: know. I don't
1: know. But hi he, Kurt, he,
3: hi Mare, this has been great.
1: Okay. It must I'm be brazen. someone who knows you. Yeah, yeah. It
3: must be someone who kn- I, I said I don't recognize the the handle, but...
4: Well, I, I dropped the link in, my like, guess is it's five funny. different chats on oh, the way out the door. excellent.
3: Um, my, my guess is it's Harry, but I could be wrong. Uh,
4: yeah, it could be Harry. Or it could be know. anybody else in, my you pillars know, out of character chat. Except
3: Carla, because she's also in the chat.
4: And also <laughs> not Rachel because she's a DK, so I don't right,
3: know. Right, or Ed, for that matter, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is why I'm running Traveler with four people who have never, have not really gamed all that much before. Yeah. And I chose Traveler because I wanted to introduce a bunch of newbies to the greatest character creation system ever invented. Right? Yeah. 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 It's like, and, I almost don't care
4: about the game, I just want to make more characters. And,
3: and the reason I realized that my Traveler game before hadn't worked is because I didn't understand the setting. And so what I did was, I'm like, well, I've done all of this research into World War One for this <laughs> other game I'm running,
1: which is so good.
3: So I will just reskin Traveller back to tech level four, which you can totally do. Yeah, and run it in 1914. <laughs> right. It's a
4: little surprising how many things you actually do have to tweak, though.
3: Yeah. Well, the Space Marines was <laughs> Space Marines, and uh, just.
4: Wasn't it the hobos? Or not, that's not
1: what they're called. That's they call just the, skill, the, the
3: that's skill yeah, replacement. skill replacement. Yeah. But I had to replace quite a few <laughs> skills. But You, you replaced a back suit with it, gas mask. It, oh, I didn't think of that. Oh,
0: come on.
3: I, I honestly <laughs> didn't yeah. know that. Well, here's the thing. The, uh, three of the four of them started in the Marines and did not survive their first term. All
1: Are three of them. Are you playing old
3: school? Yeah, playing old school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, When you, I say if, didn't survive, I mean... They, to, they didn't die in they, character they creation. Out. They failed. No, they didn't muster out. They oh. failed their survival role. and mm. That just gives you a a, a. a mishap, and you have to choose a different career yeah. path from that right. point on. Yeah. But one of those who did went on to do eight terms. So he's like 90. No, well, he's 50. Okay. Yeah. so... Okay. And didn't
4: he make all the okay, aging seven, roles?
3: Okay, seven terms. He's better.
4: Didn't he make all the aging roles, too?
3: Yeah. He got like. No, he made all of. And there's no wow. anagathics. Yeah. So. 36 40 44 48 uh, be 52 okay he's 52 okay fine he's older than me okay
4: you just wanted that satisfaction but I mean in yes. 1914 <laughs> it, yeah
3: well the, the the player is like 20 <laughs> okay that's for him that's fucking ancient <laughs> for him I'm fucking ancient but
1: <laughs> hey
4: don't say that about your wife okay
3: <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah it's just you know it's 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 fun stuff all right are we are we calling it then it's four minutes to ten yeah is that yeah we'll that it? To call it. uh oh, oh can i can i can i plug something plug okay so sport of tricks is playing the camera right there sport of tricks is playing in long beach if you are going to be in long beach next weekend next saturday at a place called the Red Leprechaun. Oh, cool. give,
1: give the date. Give it, the
3: date. The date is September. Uh, September, January. <laughs> January 21st. January 21st from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Red Leprechaun in Long Beach, which is at the corner of Anaheim Street and Termino Avenue. 4000 Anaheim Street. Excellent. In Long Beach, yes. That's nice. Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. <laughs> so if you are anywhere remotely uh, close to there, I highly recommend. Uh, making reservations and coming to see us play.
0: And they're really cool. good.
1: Thank they're you. a very good band. Thank yeah.
3: you. And a fantastic fiddle player.
1: Yeah. Dan, Dan yeah. is pretty freaking good. Yeah.
3: Captain is Captain is great. Yeah. Yeah. He really fantastic. he works hard. At, he practices every single day. Oh, see I it. figured that guy's been playing since he was like 12. He has. He well, okay. He he learned to play when he was a kid. And then he like left and it And then like, he left it for 40 years. Oh. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Seriously, 40 years and when uh. he retired when he retired, his kids gave him a, a violin for, like, a retirement gift or birthday gift or some, some right. sort of gift. Yeah, you and have free started, time gift. Right, exactly. And he started playing again. Wow. And within six months, he auditioned for the group. And, first of all, he's got an amazing tenor voice. His, yeah. his yeah. Danny boy? He's a very pretty voice. Oh, yeah, he's very a pretty. gorgeous, like, gorgeous yeah. tenor voice. And then like, he's got a fiddle, me. he's got fiddle chops to match. And... Because he's semi-retired, because he actually went back to work to teach, um, and he because he, he's semi-retired, he has time on his hands, so he practices every goddamn day. And it shows, because oh, he's yeah. freaking <coughs> phenomenal. He's expressive. He which really is. Uh, he would, really would, is. Yeah. You have
0: to get to the point where you're not thinking about
3: it anymore oh, to yeah. actually be like that. Yeah. No, I mean, but he, he, he makes that thing sing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. All
0: right.
1: Cool.
0: Well, let me do the thing. Here we go.
1: <laughs> Woo-hoo!
0: We're of Happy Jacks on Thank you for joining us for Season 18, Episode 13 of Happy Jacks Overview Podcast. My name is Stu. This is Mary. This is Kurt.
2: This is Gina.
0: Don't forget to join us, Presence Day weekend at Orcon 2017. We will be there. Oh. Yes. And uh, thank you very much to EasyRollerDice.com for their kickstarter easyrollerdice.com slash rose go and support them if supporting kickstarters is one of the things that you like to do if you like to support the show support our sponsors thank you thank you very much and we'll leave you with a song Of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.
1: To drop
5: a beer by accident, it surely is a crime. If a million pints flow through the street, that's a party in its prime. The Horseshoe Brewery on that day was struck by heinous seals. The vats of beer all ruptured wide and the mother of all spills. Grab pots and pans and tankards before it all dries up. Hurry down to Tottenham Court and fill yourself a cup the border of a river 600 tons of suds. The streets of London drank their fill in the great
1: beer
5: flood. Ellie Cooper was first to die when the beer crashed through her home. The wave of ale was 12 foot high with a 3 foot head of foam. Tom and Mary Mulvey were on New Street taking pay. The mother and son drowned on the spot and washed out to the quay. Grab pots and pans and tankards before it all dries up. Hurry down to Tottenham Court and fill yourself a cup The porter made a river, six hundred tons of suds The streets of London drank their fill in the Great Bear Flood Full thirty men and women in fear that day had swum Miraculous that so few to drowning did succumb Sean Duggan's morning at a wake was filled with more than dread he must have been the very first man to die of too much head pots and pans and tankards before it all dries up Hurry down to Tottenham Court and fill yourself a cup The border met a river, six hundred tons of suds The streets of London drink their fill in the great beer flood
1: <laughs>
5: Catherine Butler and Anne Seville observing funeral rites the pair of them were gentle souls devoid of any vice But thank goodness for the Irishman who came to save the day Drank sixteen times his weight in beer before he passed away The flood was ruled an act of God Decreed by Judge and judy. A god of love and joy who sends us hoppy fury Grab pots and pans and tankards before it all dries up Hurry down to Tottenham Court and fill yourself a cup The border mid-river, six hundred tons of suds The streets of London drink their fill in the Great Beer Flood The streets of London drink their fill in the Great Beer Flood